Welcome to Guys We Fucked. <laughs> guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked. I'm Christina. I'm Corinne. We're sorry, sorry about, about last, last night. night. The anti slut shaming podcast. <laughs> I never stop. <laughs> Hey, fuckers, welcome to another episode of Guys Are We Fucked. It's the Anti-Slut-Shaming Podcast. I am Corinne. I'm Christina. Hello, and thank you so much to today's sponsor, Talkspace, the online therapy company. For as little as $32 a week, you can work with an experienced, licensed therapist handpicked just for you. On Talkspace, you can send text, audio, and video messages to your therapist and talk about your life, work through what's keeping you up at night, or just work on feeling a bit happier. A lot of people must be contacting them because they keep buying ads. Uh, To sign up... Oh, yeah. Our (laughs) listeners, this is a good sponsor for us. I know. I was like our listeners love bras and help <laughs> uh, to sign Titties up and mental health or to learn more go to talkspace.com slash gwf and to show your support for this podcast use code gwf to get 30 dollars off your first month that's gwf at talkspace.com slash gwf come see us live tonight guys tonight it's friday come to nacho bitches get off it's, your ass <laughs> it's 11 15 p.m at new york comedy club which is east 24 and 2nd Avenue in New York City, co-hosted by Blair Saki and myself. You can get in if you are as young as 16 years old. Obviously, you can't drink unless you're 21. Use code NACHO for $10 tickets. And then tomorrow night, uh, I have a, a floating show in Brooklyn called Undie Party. We kind of keep trying to keep it on the DL, but, uh, you know, whatever. Sacred style. Um, uh, it's uh, to benefit new alternatives, which we've been featuring all month. Uh, it's 9 p.m. Uh, comedy starts. Doors are at eight at the Blue Gallery in Brooklyn. Only this month, uh, it changes locations every month. I co-host it with Boris Hyken and Justin Perez, who you've heard on the podcast. He was molested by his cousin. Um, oh, sorry, take, Justin. Takes her ten dollars, and I'll put the link in the <laughs> podcast description. Justin has on his uh, Instagram bio. It says guest on guys we fucked. Are you? <laughs> does he really? Yes. You haven't seen. That? Are you serious? No, fart it's box. So funny, fart box. Whatever. Let's give him a plug. He's a. He's oh, fun. we love fart box. <laughs> is that his Instagram handle? Is fart box? The fart box. The fart. Oh, <laughs> oh, wow, Mister Fart Box to you, Christina. <laughs> Excuse me, Mister Perez. <laughs> wow, we just gave Justin a lot of airtime. Oh, god. Good for you. Um, if you're in Los Angeles, Glamour Puss uh, next week has sold out. But I'm doing two shows. One is for television, and you could come to both or either of them on. On Wednesday, June 21st at 10 p.m., I'm going to be at the Laugh Factory on a show that is hosted by John Campanelli. Uh, Come to that. I'm so excited. He's been in New York. He's been in Corinne. And now I'm going to be on his show. (laughs) That was actually, we haven't said that on the podcast, but oops, secrets out. Oh, shit. (laughs) Because he's never been on. He was on before we had sex. Oh, did I just ruin (laughs) it? No, I mean, it's okay. It's not a secret. I'm sure he'll he'll turn it into a promotional opportunity. (laughs) Oh, he will. Um, but that's going to be such a fun show. Please come to that. And then the next day on Thursday, um, uh, the June 23rd at 7.30 p.m., I'm going to be doing a tape. I'm taping a story that is very near and dear in my heart. And if you've listened to this podcast for even a little bit, you probably are familiar with some of the story. Uh, we're going to be filming it at Cheetah's, which is a strip club. Makes me so happy. Very appropriate. Uh, for Comedy Central's show, this is not happening. Um, you can get tickets. They're free. I'm going to put the link in the description of today's episode. And then there's, a, I guess, an extra info box when you go to sign up for tickets. Use code Hutchinson. I don't know why, but just do it. Maybe they're like, wow, she that Christina, she's so popular. Yeah, right? it'll make you look good. Yeah, so please just do it. Um, 
And then uh, Montreal, Canada. We're going to be in you for Just for Laughs, July 28th and 29th. We'll be doing the Guys We Fucked Experience show. We'll be doing a live recording of Guys We Fucked. And we're co-hosting two off-JFL shows. And then Toronto, Canada, September 21st through 22nd. We will be there for Just for Laughs in Toronto. Buy your tickets. Those are available. And then also, if you guys are bored um, at home, I do this character. I only do one character. <gasps> oh, I love it. I only so do one good. character. I have a one character limit. the other night. It was really funny. I love it. I love this character. I've been doing it for years. I mean, I created this character when I was still dating Frank. That's how long ago that this was. Uh, And I love her. So I finally released a new Gina Sprinkles episode, season two, two years later, (laughs) that I do with my friend Ryan Duff, who you've also heard on the podcast. Uh, You know, watch it. Um, Again, I'll put the link up. It's my favorite thing in the whole entire world. (laughs) And it's my passion project. And you never get to see us on video, guys. So... Watch us. Yeah, she's a crazy vlogger. Okay, uh, thanks so much to our second sponsor uh, for this episode, Casper. Casper mattresses. You guys know I have slept on not one but two Caspers because I had a full-size one. And then I was like, you know what? Can I have a bigger one? And they were like, yes, absolutely, Corinne. Also, Alfred even has a fucking Casper uh, dog bed. He loves it. I mean, you can't just force a dog to sleep in something that's not comfortable. He organically every morning goes to his Casper bed and sleeps in the sun and he fucking loves it. Um, it's nice. I, my, my back, I'm old. My back hurts. Me and James got on this Casper and I'm like, oh, we're like, oh, wow, this is this is a lot better. This does feel a lot better. Uh, so buying the Casper mattress is easy. Just order online and it's delivered to your door in a compact. How did they do that size box? Which is true. I'm impressed every time. Uh, it's outrageously comfortable. You've probably heard about it on a million podcasts, but it does live up to the hype. It's available in the US, Canada, and now the UK and shipping and returns are free considering we spend one third of our lives on our mattress. It's so important to truly sleep on a mattress before committing. That's why Casper gives you 100 nights to try it out risk-free. Get $50 towards any mattress purchase by visiting www.casper.com slash GWF and use the code GWF terms and conditions as always apply. Hey, Lyft is a ride-sharing company that believes in treating its people better. Only Lyft offers in-app tipping and the drivers keep 100% of the tips, which is really cool. And you know what? Those sirens are in celebration of that. Um, Drivers have been paid over $150 million in tips since the feature was introduced. A goddamn. Not to mention Express Pay lets drivers get paid almost instantly instead of waiting for weeks. And with its new AMP device that uses color coding to help passengers find their drivers, Lyft has taken the guesswork out of pickups. You can earn hundreds of dollars a week plus tips. It is a simple formula. Happy drivers mean happy passengers. That's why nine out of 10 Lyft rides get a perfect five-star rating. Oh, shit. So join the ride-sharing company that believes in treating its people better. Go to Lyft.com. That's L-Y-F-T. Yeah, wiser better. Go fuck yourself. Go to Lyft.com slash GWF and get a $500 new driver bonus. That is Lyft with a Y.com slash GWF. Limited time only. Terms and conditions apply. All right. Um, And so uh, as we've explained at the beginning of the month, we are featuring a client from New Alternatives every week in celebration of Pride here on the Guys We Fucked podcast. For those of you who don't know, New Alternatives is a center for at-risk and homeless LGBTQIA youth. There's this new thing where they put like a multiplication sign and then it's like times two. I guess it's like if if you have two ideas. 
two. I think it's called like two souls. And I was like, what I'm too the, confused. All right. All right. Whatever. I, I can't handle that one. Whatever your sexuality or gender is, you are welcome here on the Guys We Fuck Hell podcast. Yes. And I think sometimes people especially people who are heterosexual and maybe haven't struggled um, with their sexuality or their gender, gender identity uh, are kind of like, well, why don't, why isn't there a pride parade for straight people? It's not, I think Joel Kim Booster. Oh, who's, that tweet? Uh, yeah. Who's a, yeah. And I he loved, also did a Facebook status. I loved that tweet. He's a wonderful um, uh, Asian American uh, gay comic who was adopted. Oh, really? Yeah. And basically um, his, his adopted parents were, were very religious and they, Ooh, they ended up not being able to handle his situation. I hope he's okay with me saying this, but he was featured in the Pride uh, audio clips we did last year. Um, and he said, it's not, you know, it's not Pride that I am gay. It is Pride that in spite of being gay and people not accepting it and me getting kicked out of my house or ha- having to leave my home because I was gay and my parents couldn't handle it, I have overcome and I am still a strong, wonderful individual today. That's like a summary of what he said. And I thought that was a really nice way of explaining it. We live in a world where it's like, what about me? Yeah, we're, y- y- yeah, well, you too. Just <laughs> give everyone a we second. Cool. I think it's really important. This is a wonderful organization. Both Christine and I have worked for it. Grants works for it. Uh, they accept clothing donations. If you live in New York City, you can email us and we'll give you an address literally any Sunday. You can just drop off a back bag of clothing and it will go directly to the clients. Uh, in addition... If you live elsewhere, uh, you can go to newalternativesnyc.org. There is a PayPal donate button right on there. I think if you're saying, you know, what can I do for pride? I don't necessarily want to march in a parade. Donate $5, $10, anything. This money is going straight to the clients. We know where the money is going. Um, And uh, also, if you are someone in need, if you have gotten kicked out of your house because of your sexuality, uh, because of your gender, or just you feel like you need someone to talk to, you need mental health, you need uh, cheap STI or free STI actually testing. Uh, And classes. Yeah, you can contact newalternativesnyc.org. Kate runs it and she will, I'm sure, personally respond to you. Uh, So this week we actually are featuring... Uh, a person who works for New Alternatives. He's heterosexual, he's an ally, and he has his own struggles that he'll talk to you about in the podcast. Please welcome Ramon. Hello. Hello. How you doing? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um, I guess we'll start off with, just tell us a little bit about uh, how you came to work with New Alternatives. Okay. Well, I've been here since the start, pretty much. Awesome. Um, I met Kate when she was working at Sylvia's. As, oh, Sylvia's Place? Yes. Oh, I've heard of them, yeah. And as a heterosexual cisgender male, I was afraid to go to um, a general population DHS shelter because I have very mild cerebral palsy. So my um, caseworker at Streetworks, Jace, uh, referred me to Kate and at Sylvia's and like he gave me a letter explaining <laughs> the whole situation. Right. And she was like, yeah, okay. I'll just have to put on your paperwork that you're bisexual if that's okay with you. I was like, <laughs> oh, because they, they, they wanted to they yes. help the age. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> and you're like, sure, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so when you came in, did you feel more comfortable in the LGBTQ setting or? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, even though I'm, people kind of figured out that I was straight and like, <laughs> but then they were like, you oh, know, he's cool. He's not, you know, gonna, you know, <laughs> calls names or yeah. make fun of us or something. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. It's very rare that the, the straight guy is the oddball out in the room. Right. right? And <laughs> right. so it's like, probably it was an interesting experience. Yeah. I mean, I've kind of always been 
the eyeball. Yeah. <laughs> but because like my speech and you know, just nothing ever seemed to match up because I'm yeah. very intelligent. But um, yeah. So like I was always kind of like, I'm the one that always like stayed to myself anywhere I went. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. How was your What was your childhood like? Uh. <laughs> A loving household, but a lot of issues. Um, I got picked on a lot. Yeah. In school, because the city school system had me in um, in a program called Psy 7, which is for emotionally disturbed kids. Emotionally disturbed. Because I didn't really... (laughs) There was just a lot going on. Yeah, in your house? Yeah, and also just me trying to figure out who I am and what I can and can't and what your abilities are. Yeah. What, what, yeah. Cause I imagine when you're a child and you grow up with certain things, it's like, and then you learn eventually that you're different and then you have to cope with that. That's a lot. It's a mind fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Is. Yeah. Um, and you know, being called retarded and, and like I would lash out. Um, but so they had me in this class setting that was only just making it worse. Oh, uh. <laughs> Right. And you were born with cerebral palsy. Yeah. And has it, how has it like affected your life? I mean, the doctor said I would never walk. And you walked right into this interview. So, you know, that was wrong. Um, I mean, no, but like it mostly affects like my coordination and my speech. Uh huh. Okay. But um, it made me have a really rough childhood because I would want to do things that other boys would do, you know, like like athletic. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. And I couldn't, like, you know, I couldn't jump, dribble basketball because I'm so uncoordinated. Right. <sighs> and did your parents ever, like, explain to you, like, the kind of, like, breakdown? My mother. <laughs> your mother? Yeah. Um, I don't think she ever really fully understood myself, herself. Okay. I, I like, I've done some research and, like, um, yeah. Yeah. It's, you, it's a tough thing to grasp. Like, I, I know my mom, my mom. It's not cerebral palsy, but she deals with like Bell's palsy and and mm-hmm. just trying to research. I've been trying to research a lot of her emotional and mental issues uh, with her, and she goes to doctors all the time. And we're still like, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's confusing. Yeah. Um. So at twelve, I tried to kill myself because okay. bullying plus my mother's drug issues and drug, what drugs? Cocaine, crack, alcoholism. Mm-hmm. And was her drug use, uh, if, I mean, I, I imagine it affected the way she treated you or acted at home. Yeah. Was she violent with you? I had to, I mean, I, I'm not trying to make an excuse for her, but sure. she got laid off from her work, her job as a home health aide. She had for 14 years and like, I didn't fully understand at a young age. Sure. Right, so course. like, I, I would want things that she couldn't. Provide for yeah. you financially. And that would stress her out. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Yeah, because yeah. when you're a kid, you don't know. Yeah. You don't and every parent know. wants to be able to provide, but, I mean, you can't. Yeah. You, love is the only thing that's free. Yeah, so. right. I mean. <laughs> so true. Whoa. That was deep. <laughs> right, that was. <laughs> I was like, damn, Corinne, yeah. that was good. <laughs> but, but um, there's, like, so there was just a lot of, lot, a lot of extenuating factors. I tried to kill myself, and I wasn't going to school like I was supposed to because, like, you know, the bullying and the fighting. Yeah. And did you ever uh, try to tell a teacher that this was happening? Because sometimes they don't listen. Yeah. You did yeah. try. And what happened? What, what was done? I was the one that, you know, I'm the one that was being 
portrayed as the villain. You know, really. One yeah. time, one time, a teacher took my head and smacked it up against the blackboard. Oh my god! And this was in New York City, or where? Yeah, New York City school system. Oh my god! And it, for I mean, there's no reason to do that, but why? I don't. I don't remember. Oh my god. But yeah. I, I remember my mother, like, we talk about this frequently. Like, I had a big knot on my head. Oh. God, that's so fucking confusing. And infri- because, like, I would imagine you grow older and are you mad that those things happen? Are you angry or have you accepted every that? I've pretty much accepted everything. Yeah. You know, um, honestly, going into the, even though the fourth tier system was shitty, it saved my life. Oh, really? So yeah. you were, you ended up being put into foster care? I went into a diagnostic center first called Geller House in Staten Island. I mean, I went through hell there too, but um. And what is so. a what does a diagnostic house do? When, when it where they don't know where to place you, if they, they should place you in an RTC residential treatment center, okay, or if you're ready for a home setting. Uh-huh. Um, actually, a staff member. I we were watching this show called The PJs. They come on Fox. Okay. Um, I was listening to a baseball game on my Walkman, and I got up to tell another kid something that happened um, in the baseball game, and, like, the staff pushed me. Oh, my God. There was a kid laying on the floor. My foot hit his head, and I broke my ankle. Whoa. Oh, my God. And that was that, like, normal treatment there? Yeah. Oh, oh Yeah. Because I feel so often when people don't know how to handle something uh, with their minds, they handle it with violence. Yeah. Um, Yeah, staff had no protocol in restraining. Yeah, and they also seems like they they weren't properly trained to deal with, you know, people with with more uh, special needs. Yeah. So I remember I hit the floor and I was screaming, my leg, my leg, my fucking leg. People thought it was funny at first. You know? Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. Because well, kids don't know, kids, you know, yeah. like, fall, you know, falling is like, people yeah. think it's funny. For yeah. some, I don't think it's that funny. Yeah. There was one girl, like, crying because she thought I was in pain. So they took me to the hospital and they x-rayed my ankle and said, yeah, it's fractured. And how old were you at this point? Twelve. Twelve. And th- was this after you tried to kill yourself? Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Um... Yeah, so I was in the, I was in a walking cast the whole summer. Oh, oh my god, that what a sucks. what a way to fuck up your summer. Yeah. Oh um, man. And so, where did they place you? They ended up placing me in October in our RTC Little Flower. Okay. Oh, uh, how was that? It was life changing. Oh, good. Honestly, it was so um, because you know you're living with other other boys pretty much. Mm-hmm. You know, just get to learn every about everybody's story, and like, I mean, it was kind of bad too, though, because you know, you click up pretty much, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I was afforded so many opportunities that I wouldn't have had. Like, I got to go to Washington D.C. Oh wow! With money that we raised from from doing a car wash and the work program. Nice. <laughs> we stayed at the Marriott. Oh my god! Oh, cool. <laughs> Was it cool to see Washington D.C.? Yeah. It's a, it's like it's a crazy to be there in that city and go like that's the White House, that's yeah. the Washington Memorial. Like it's uh, the history of the yeah. country is this? Like it's crazy. Yeah, it, it was really cool. It was a really cool experience, and I also got to go to Boston. Oh, mm-hmm. I love Boston. Yeah, great city. Yeah, like we went that big path, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I walked that when I was yeah. there. Yeah. 
Oh my god. It was yeah. And like it, it just it, allowed me to do so many things. Even though it was restrictive in a way too. Yeah. You know, because you can't go anywhere without a staff. Right. That's just trying to keep you safe. Uh, yeah. I mean, but the thing that like I beca- I kinda became a favorite also because you know, <laughs> I like they used to call me a junior staff near the end. <laughs> oh, because you were helpful? Yeah. And you know, I understood everything and like I'm Actually, it was funny. So one time, me and a couple of my friends were by the girls' houses, <laughs> and we're not supposed to be over there. Right. So our staff come by. He's like, "Get the fuck back down the house!" <laughs> and and so their staff goes, "Oh no, they're cool." <laughs> they're oh, <good> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Do you have you have you dated anybody? No, I'm, no, I'm kind of shy. And yeah. So I mean, yeah, it's tough. Tough, but um, no, but you know, this was just like exploration as a kid, too. too oh, you know? yeah, and, totally. You know, because me and my friends, you know, so it was it was a familiar situation, yeah, 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 you know. absolutely. And how old are how old are you now? 30. You're 30, yeah. And I know you mentioned before that you're very intelligent. Do you sometimes feel like it's frustrated because you said people call you things like retarded? Like yes. when you your body presents because of the cerebral yes. palsy. Yes. So how, how, like, what is that like to be intelligent and then have a body that sometimes doesn't do what you want it to do? Frustrating. Yeah. yeah. Very frustrating. And like, and... Uh, so and you were you were placed in that emotional uh, the the class you said for... Size seven. Yeah. And so, I mean... it's a weird... Why is it called that? No idea. Oh, so like, are you trying to say everybody here is a size seven? I don't, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> well, but. and what kinds, like, what kinds of emotional things were you dealing with besides like being shy? Because cerebral palsy doesn't affect your emotions in any way, does it? No, um, but it it made me like an intro, like kind Introvert, of yeah, yeah, not one, you know, because yeah, because people, if kids are bullying you because of it, and then yeah. the effects of that, yeah. So what kinds of things I see? I see you're wearing a WrestleMania shirt. Like what kinds of yeah. things? Yeah, is that one of the things that the you've turned to to yes, kind of I, like I, unleash? I, I I like wrestling. I like hockey. I like wrestling too. It's yeah. really love WCW and WWE. Oh my god, Diamond Dallas Page is oh, my favorite. Yeah, Bret Hart was my favorite. <laughs> oh, I loved him. Yeah, that's awesome. I actually met him at Sony Wonder when I was a kid. Oh really? Yeah, that's so cool. So you, did you get to see live wrestling? Yes, then? I used to actually would before my mother got sick. We used to go every time. Oh, really? Every time. Wow. Wow. I've only been to one, but it was awesome. Tickets were only $25 back then for good seats. Oh, oh damn. Yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> um, and then, and so what is your relationship, do you feel, to the LGBTQ community now? An ally. Mm-hmm. An ally. Awesome. I mean, I'm working for Kate now here. Right. On an on-call um, basis, but I also do volunteer my time. And plus, I'm kind of following in Kate's footsteps because um, last year I became a member of ACT UP. What's that? Uh, it's the AIDS Coalition to Unleash Power. Oh, nice. Because um, we did a whole big town hall um, meeting on youth homelessness that mm. I was involved in the planning of. Um, and I worked. I also worked with them on selling merchandise during Pride. Oh, nice. And Actually, I'm running Queen's Pride for them next week. Oh my God! Damn, you could wear a lot of hats. <laughs> because next, because um, our usual person who does the selling is out of town. Okay. So he um asked me if I would be in charge. That's, That's awesome. great. And then, and what uh, working with Kate at, through New Alternatives? What do you think is like your proudest achievement? Oh wow! I'm sure there are a lot, but like something that stands like a lot out of in stuff. your mind. 
I would probably say when I got to chaperone a trip to um, Madison Square Garden for Liberty Game, mm-hmm. just seeing this is like kind of the most eye opening thing for me because, like I said, I had a decent childhood before my mother got sick, and you know, having been to the garden, but seeing adults in amazement. You know, because yeah. they'd never been to the garden before. Yes. You know, for, for the first, you know, I'm just it's cool to see. seeing their smiles. Maybe you know, because to me, it was like something. It's cool to see somebody experience something new. Yeah, and like, yeah, and, and you help that. You helped yeah. make that trip happen. Yeah, so like for me, it's like oh, that's the garden. Been here for three years. Yeah, <laughs> you know? you're like, oh, whatever. Seen it. Not yeah. the biggest one, guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, sometimes when yeah, like when something's old to you, and that I like when people visit New York, you're like, oh, I've lived here for 14 years, but yeah. then you see us, someone else experience it, and yeah. you're like, wow, this is an amazing place to live. This is exciting. Yeah. I have one uh, last question that I think is an important one. Uh, I the word retarded. You got bullied by that. Yes. How do you feel about that word now? Um, I'm a little embarrassed to say that I'm one of those people that I'm like, oh, that's retarded. Like not to a person who could possibly be or anything. And and I need to mind myself. Like, but how does that word make you feel when you hear other people use it kind of casually like that? Honestly, I I do the same thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, is it? Yeah, because I always I always try and be mindful of, of how my words affect other people. And yeah. I, I feel like I'm being a little bratty with that word before in the no, past. No, I do. I do the same thing. Like, oh, okay. but I mean, <laughs> because I understand now that I'm not right. And right. Even though that was the part of the problem is my childhood, I started to believe it. Right. Yeah. You know, because when it's used against a person to bully them, even if it's a misperception, I yeah. feel like it's still. Yeah. I mean, I also I understand that um, super policy is on the spectrum. Yeah. It's not like me- like the yeah. medical version of mentally but like, retardation. It, it is on the spectrum. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I'm lucky enough to only have it mildly. Yeah. I mean, well, probably. I, I know you didn't ask this question, but I feel it's important. Yeah. Um, when I was in high school, I went to this, several different high schools on Long Island because issues in foster homes. I mean, there was a foster family that wanted to take me. To Pennsylvania with them, but I knew my great grandmother was going to be on her way out soon. Oh, so you want to leave? So I didn't want to leave New York. Yeah. So I ended up moving to Bayshore, Long Island, but I, it was Brentwood School District. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that was probably the turning point in my education, even though it was late. It was eleventh and twelfth grade. Um, I remember I wasn't I wasn't doing well in my English class because it was first period of eleventh grade. Like I would sleep in her class. Yeah, I mean school starts way too early. <laughs> so dumb. Uh, her the teacher's name was Miss Dresikowski. Mm-hmm. She was pregnant. I thought she was such a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully she's not listening, or maybe hopefully she is. She's probably not a bitch now, but hey, she was a bitch. I I, I actually remember she was my um IEP teacher also so she was the one who presented me at the um the the CW, the CSE meetings okay committee on special education okay um and I remember sitting there with her the chair and coach and the sit and and sec- assistant chair of special ed um and people from my foster care agency and she goes to me Ramon you are too smart to be in special ed for your senior year. So I'm moving you to CWC. 
which is class within a class. Um, you had you had special ed services in a regular ed class setting. Oh, okay, okay that's cool. It, is it like when like you have like an aide working with you? Yeah. Okay. So you, you had the aide and mm-hmm. the teacher mm-hmm. with nine special ed students going with you to some classes, mm-hmm. and others you're on your own and you have a meeting at the end. It's, okay, it's, it's great. Like it, it's, it's a little, more independent than yeah. It's a little more. Dependent and resource room, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, I went from, you know, a meandering 68 to a, I mean, a 77, excuse me, to a 85. Uh-huh. In terms over, of your grade? Overall GPA. Oh, wow. Senior. Yeah. That's great. That's a big jump. So it really helped. Yeah. That's awesome. And then um, I know you said that your kind of position in the LGBTQ community is being an ally. Uh, I think that's really important and like an overlooked part of the community. Uh, What is like a quick piece of advice you can give others on how they can uh, be more of an ally? Just treat people with respect. There you go. That's perfect. Simple. Thank you, Ramon. I love Ramon. I do too. I always saw him around and it was so nice to like He's so sweet. Speak to him for a couple of seconds yeah. without like the hustle and bustle of the new alternatives. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's amazing. Um, how are you? I'm good. We both saw are we starting with Wonder Woman? Yeah. We both saw Wonder Woman. Um, you guys. <laughs> I'm actually surprised no one we always get tweets and emails a second something goes viral about sex, sexuality, women or whatever. I guess like we they just get, assumed ever. It's it's one of those movies that like everyone it is saw. The best movie I've ever seen. I cried multiple times. Really? When did you cry? I cried when she was in the battle when she when she, they were in the trenches and she got up and she just walked oh yeah she wanted to fight. It's very the beautiful. Yeah, she's very caring. Yes. Well, so I and Stephen Stephen was like, oh, I could see how you would relate to this. Like her weapon. First of all. The, is I, her I, I, yeah, it's it's love and kindness and and her lasso, but uh, and she kills people when they're cunts and they deserve it. But um, mm-hmm. but I've never seen a woman portrayed like that in film. When we when I saw Mad Max last year, whatever I remember, I talked about on the podcast because I was like, you don't see a woman this badass, like you don't see, but you also don't. She's see, more of a pistol though, Mad Max. Yes, yeah, and uh, but I still that was a great film. But mm-hmm. this was her. it it spoke to something that I always knew in my heart, but that people would pin against me as a weakness, but like kindness and love and not just romantic love, but family love, friend love, love for humanity, love for your lover, love for everything. That is what is the driving force on earth. And that's something that could change the world. And, and that's powerful and it's not a weakness. Mm -hmm. And it was so beautiful the way that they depicted sex because I love that she wasn't naive about sex. Like mm-hmm. she knew about it, but she's right. like, we just please ourselves. We don't need. Oh, anything. it was, it was pretty funny. It was really funny. Yeah. And, and I love that there was romance in it and it wasn't, that's the thing I it hate. It didn't down. I, I mean, hate when like, they're like, oh, it's a, like a feminist film. So there can't be exactly. romance in it. Fuck that. Life, I like life romance. has romance. I like romance too. <laughs> I look for romance. Who doesn't like in romance? Movies. Yeah. So, but I loved that. And I loved that she, was extremely graceful and it and it's this thing in, in a way that's like not every woman has to be fucking graceful she graceful she was her character was and it was it was incredible and it just it, it changed me it, seeing that movie fucking changed me because i i've never i just you never see those feet uh, characteristics portrayed with a <clears> woman <throat> and the fight scenes were badass and you saw the men that the the male characters that got introduced to her 
like they sexualized her and then they didn't take her seriously at first. It was like went over the arc of what every fucking woman goes through in her professional career and just being out in the world of like, mm-hmm. you're not going to take me seriously. You're going to talk down to me. And, and and every woman knows this of like, okay, I just got to work harder and it's fine. And, and then you come up in this movie and then all the male characters just respected the fuck out of her. And I was, it was just amazing to see. And I also love that the bad guy's weapon was mental. Mm-hmm. It wasn't physical. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, that's some deep shit. Mm-hmm. This is the best movie in the world. Yeah. I liked it. And I, I think uh, the only, my only thing was like, I feel like they, they like one too many times had something where like they pointed out how, gorgeous uh she She was was, like it was like over the top like amount of times but on the flip side i liked that the kind of evil scientist was also a woman but it was just confusing she didn't kill her it was confusing because like this evil scientist who had like the faceplate who was supposed to be like not attractive was like still like really hot hot. and i was like like, she's still really hot chris pine (laughs) is fine yo chris pine what a f- oh god i love him yeah he was he hot. was so good he was hot he was great he was he was charming it was oh my god and and also like i loved i i am very i'm a very i don't know i'm a very naive person and so when when like bad things happen my first reaction when it when a fat, bad thing happens to me for the first time of that nature i'm like why would somebody do that mm-hmm. and you, and she had that she had that like wait you don't in in all but hers was like was just so like, like i just like that's she, confusing and no was, that's not okay and exactly. we're gonna help people yeah and but she <clears> oh my god it was so fucking good well, and, because she comes from this island where number one there's only women live on this island uh thank you <sighs> sign me up uh me too and uh and, you know, they have their own moral moral code and it is still such a stronger moral code than this like tarnished society that we live in. I mean, oh, it was a yeah. real, obviously there was like a lot of social commentary. Oh my God. Which is what I love great, about though. superheroes. And Patty Jenkins, girl. Yeah, and you directed did, by a woman. You did good. Well, yeah, because that's what I wrote on Facebook. Basically, to sum up what I wrote on Facebook after I saw it, because I was also I was inspired. So moved. I was kind of inspired. Not, I mean, I love the character of Wonder Woman. I didn't, uh, you know... I, she's more like you than like me. Not that I hate love, but uh, well, you know. I, I've never seen. Yeah, I've never seen a character that is more similar to me. Yeah, no. Ways. And she's and she was wonderful. But I, I actually went to see. I like Batman and X Men. I'm not really into any superhero movies, but I went to see Wonder Woman simply because I truly felt it was a fem- my feminist duty to see the movie. And a lot of people are like, well, that's stupid. Are you going to just see a movie because there's a woman in it? Yeah. Not if it looks like shit though. Well, no, because it's a, it, it was, it's the first, uh, you know, uh, wonder woman movie. It took forever to fucking make it, even though she's one of the most popular, uh, mm-hmm. comic book par- characters of all time. And then on top of that, directed by a woman, which I really loved. I thought that was and a great Gal Gadot choice. Was pregnant during filming. She is very she's very, she's a goddamn <laughs> badass superhero. <laughs> Amazing gem. Well, and and then you know it's not a coincidence that this is the DC superhero a superhero movie that they pumped the least amount of money in, and everyone was kind of giving a lot of flack to Warner Brothers because of that. But I can't blame Warner Brothers because movies Dude. are movies are a business, and you know we can complain all day that we don't see enough women uh, or minorities leading film casts. But at the end of the day, it's a business, so these studios need to be putting money where they think it's going to work. So if, if we want to see more minorities and women leading film casts, we have to go out and support and see these, these movies. Films. Oh yes, 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 with yes, our yes. money. Um, 
because as I like to mention a lot, I went to film school, but it is relevant for this. Uh, and one of my professors, and she was a very, she was a huge feminist. She was the kind of person who called history herstory, which I thought was Ooh. hilarious. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. But she made a really good point. And that is that uh, male-centric movies do better at the box office because women are willing to see movies that don't, they don't really oh, want to yes. see uh, because they will go to see them with their male significant others. However, men are not willing to extend that same courtesy. But yeah, it's like three ways. So small scale, this affects, the, of course, the power dynamic and happiness priorities in your relationship. But then large scale, it affects things like the fact that it took until fucking 2017 to make a Wonder Woman mm-hmm. movie. And I, even as a devout feminist, I saw that really high Rotten Tomato score for Wonder Woman. And I go, oh, God, is this part of the feminist agenda? Did right. everyone just rush out and do that? Absolutely not. This movie it's, is phenomenal. It's the best movie in the world. It's a, it's a, it's really it's really phenomenal. And I've been reading I've, I'm reading Rebe- uh, Molly Austin recommended this book to us while she was on the podcast Rebecca Traced yes. all the single ladies mm-hmm. I've we been reading that copies. thank you that fucking book is changing my life because it's making me and I'm only a quarter of the way through and it's it's making me realize like women there are a lot of women in 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 the plant on the planet mm-hmm. young women right now and, and in the United States specifically are a large portion of the population and young women if every young woman voted and every young woman supported things and did th- like saw a movie like women have the power to change yeah things mm-hmm. and 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 reading this book is making me just like I'm falling so in love with this book and then I'm halfway th- or core way through and I saw when I saw Wonder Woman I just I couldn't take it like I just cried for hours I'm like we're more powerful than we think or than than we taught we're taught we are and it's it's cool to see and it's cool to it's really cool to see these badass women like patty jenkins and gal gadot and and rebecca tracer and like like just amp us up like be amped up by it go see wonder woman go read this fucking book and you will feel like you can conquer the fucking world i'm telling you it's like women uh, one of the other things i wanted to talk about was yeah um on Saturday, I went to the pool with Melissa. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah, I want to text you about that. We'll talk about that privately. Oh, sure. <laughs> that was very fun, but too expensive. Um, <laughs> but uh, I went there and there we, I was we were in the pool and there was a, it was earlier in the day. So there was not a lot of people there. And there was a dad there with his son. And then there was a couple with a, a couple kids and they're playing in the pool and it was mm-hmm. cute, whatever. And the son, one of the dad there with the son, the, the son was standing at the edge of the ledge. And uh, the guy was like, come on, jump in. What? Don't be a girl. Don't act like a girl. Jump in the pool. Oh, yeah, what are you gonna be a girl? Lot. And I'm right. like, I, I guess I knew that people said that, oh, but yeah. I never really heard people say that before. And it, and then Real after, Guido move, I'm sure he was, um, he was like Thai or some shit. Like he was, no. and, he, and he was dressed well. Like he dressed well. He had a nice, ba- like he, he was, was Thai. Hmm, that's something. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah actually, he, yeah. And uh, and um, and I, I just, and it was after not right after, but like I'm reading this book and I'm seeing this movie and I'm so fucking obsessed with this movie. Every day I'm like dig into this movie. I cannot wait for the DVD to watch the director commentary, but I'm just, I I just, I'm starting to notice all the little ways that this shit 
that that our society is where it is. Like it sure. starts with it's little things. It's these little 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 tiny things. And when people bring up the word microaggression, it really it makes my eyes roll. But it's true. It's like these little tiny things that add up to people being pieces of shit. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, and especially with summer, I'm always every time it, it turns summer again or gets hot out again, uh, I'm reminded of like this pent up anger I have every time someone says something to me. And I like tweeted, you know, a couple days ago. Oh, yeah. I, I was just like, you know, I'm just back to giving people the finger when they yeah. can't call me because it's over. It's not a discussion. It's not, it's not, well, this is what I meant. No, stop fucking stop. yelling things at women. It's over. Done. You look like a fucking idiot. Enough. Yeah, it's disrespectful. And it, and it's just there's there's all these little things. And Corinne and I just had experience last night that uh, it was so bad. I'm not even going to go into it because I don't want to give anybody credit. Yeah. Um, no, but, yeah, I was going to say, and but I, you it, know. it was yeah. uh, this person is a professional and they we had to hear this person like shit on Amy Schumer and say, why did she get so much money for a special? And especially she's not that hot. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, wh- what? What? <laughs> And it's just, it's so disheartening, but yeah. And honestly, if you're ugly, like it's fine. Don't be like, I hate when people like, oh no, you're beautiful. No, maybe you're not. Everybody is beautiful. Maybe you're an ugly person and you're listening to the podcast right now. Who cares? It doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And it doesn't matter. When I was 20 fucking years old, I honestly thought that that mattered so much. I thought that that mattered the one of the most things that mattered. And it was, it's, and it's like, but what, but now I I feel like I have a place to go to. Like I, I oh, cannot wait to buy Wonder Woman on DVD. I want to watch that. I want to read the book. I want every time I get disheartened, I don't want, don't let it let you down because it's so easy to be scooped up by how shitty some people can be and how shitty the world is and how shitty it is that you can't get a fucking abortion. You're forced to give birth to a child in certain areas of the world and in certain areas of our fucking country. It's it it, it gets me down a lot. So so find things that that inspire you that bring you back up because you don't don't waste your time being sad well yeah and you can always take the high road we uh, we actually had another good example we have what yesterday we learned a lot of lessons i learned so many lessons because then after that that negative experience with the uh, you know the older comic yes we ran into on the street uh a a young woman who's also a comedian who was seeing james uh right before uh we started dating and you know ultimately kind of he cut things off with her to date me i didn't know this person beforehand um, and rightly so, she was pissed at James, as I would also be. Uh, but I have to say, I respect her so much as a human being. And I'm so glad that I know her now because not only did she direct her anger towards the proper person, who was James, not me, right. um, <laughs> uh, but uh, she has been nothing but kind and warm hearted and booked me a million times. Uh, and like that, that's a really great example of someone who's uh being a good woman in the world. And it was to the point where I didn't know that about her. Yeah. I, did, I had no idea. And Crown was like, Christine, did you know that was? I'm like, no, who? I mean, she's <laughs> really sweet. That's the girl who was dating James right before I started. I was like, whoa, right. I could not have sensed that at all. Yeah, because I had a lot of interesting reactions from different women who James had dated. Yeah. Um, and I, and, and <laughs> so a lot of them were negative. I know it's, but this was a standout positive one. And I said, you know what? This, this girl is that great. Woman is, yeah. That woman is amazing. That was and amazing. she really, uh, yeah, she, you know, she, she took the high road, uh, in the truest, uh, sense of that phrase. So, yeah, that was pretty cool. I gotta say, 
but but it's it, I don't know. I, I was asking Stephen last night because he's the kind of man that is not a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, do you ever get tired? Like, I feel like taking the high road. Does it get us somewhere? I don't want to take a low road. I mean, if it feels the best, but it's, it's not like about I look at Hillary somewhere, though. I, I, it's yeah. about going to bed knowing that you did the best that you could. Yeah. And being proud and sticking to your morals, I think, and being proud of the actions that you take. And, the, you know, yeah. It's just, I'm just like, oh, God, people just stoop low and ugh, it's annoying. I'm mainly talking about politics now. Okay. Um, <laughs> wow. So this episode of Guys We Fucked is uh, a throwback to our roots. Oh, my God. This was so fun. This was so much fun. Okay, so this guest is a guy that I met in high school and was in 10th grade, and he was a personal sexual milestone for me um, that I will never forget. Um, We never had intercourse, but he was the first ever person that I made out with on top of in a bed, like rolling around and for like 20 minutes, multiple times. I had never kissed anybody like that. Um, And it it was so fucking cool, but he fucking hooked up with all my friends in high school. And when no one cared, we were all just like, oh, man, come on. I like him. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's wonderful. He's a musician. He lives in Brooklyn. I got to talk to him today. This episode was the first time I've ta- really talked to him in 10 years. Um, and there's a treat for you at the end. <laughs> this is lovely. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Brendan. I could break away from every choice I've ever made. Just my thoughts and my limbs and my beats and you I know, I know, I know, I know Shove the whole view aside and turn towards the eternal I, I've come a long way but It's everything that I know But it can be better I'm gonna make you feel better Take two ideas and push them together Facing you will feel better here with Brendan Mulvihill. Hey, yo. Oh, my God. Okay. So we were just looking up our friendship on Facebook, and I was saying that I can see what he wrote to me, and I can't see what you wrote back to me. But you wrote, the first thing you wrote was jaw, 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 jaw in 2006. I think it was probably technically a ya. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's yeah, like yeah. Puerto Rican laughter. I think oh. I was saying yes in German. Oh, I was going to say because you're very German. Oh. But people have definitely asked me if I'm laughing in Spanish. When yeah, that's that. like any that's type of Puerto Rican spaces. friend. See, they're spaces. Mm-hmm. They're individual. And then yas. you said, I'm glad <laughs> in 2006, October 23rd, you said, I'm glad you understand the fuck was that about? I don't know. Why can't you? Why can't you see your replies? Because he shut his wall off. I shut my wall down. Too popular. Um, I don't know. I just like. And then in 2007, <laughs> you wrote, "I would what? You mean the comment? Yeah, I would. So what? I admit it. It's not that bad. I also partially did it for this eventual reaction. I like how Facebook has made it so that the like the short stuff is in big text. Now. Yeah, yeah. Because I had that's like one of the only small text ones. And then in 2008, you said, you don't have to be so mean. Yeah, I don't know what I was This seems like flirting. I'm tripping. I guess. Social media flirting. Brendan is, um, Brendan was the guy, and I was asking Corinne if she had this guy in high school, and she was like, no, my high school is too big, but ours was really big, but you weren't, you charmed the shit out of every woman, and it was fascinating to me. Yeah? Yeah. Is that what I did? Yeah, you did. You know that. Do you not think you did that? I guess so. Looking back, I mean, <laughs> it was nice. I think I, I think I was like not 
a jerk necessarily about it. No, maybe some people. You were that's not what I heard. You were a jerk to some people. <laughs> well, I was just honest with the people with whom I didn't want to make out. Oh well, you know, yeah. So maybe it was just they didn't want. They were ready for that honesty. I guess not. You well, gotta make out with everyone. Okay, so, so no. I met Brendan during my. <laughs> sophomore year of high school because uh-huh. that was the first year that the kids like went to the actual high school and yeah. we were doing Anne Frank and me oh Anne Frankenstein oh that's As what you guys called, called it. it that's right I forgot yeah. and you wh- what role did you play uh I was Jack in present day and was it Jacques Mabel's mm. love interest yes okay were you ever Chrissy Christie's love interest Pluto yeah in the play in the <laughs> right. play or IRL no I knew you were at IRL because in the play. we'll get to that Oh, I said the name. That's okay. uh, whatever. Um, yes, she was my like new thing in the play. In present day, okay. So the play takes part in the present and the past. A girl gets right. hit by a car, right? And gets trans- I transported back to Anne Franken times. Yeah, See, I was wondering what the fuck Anne Franken. I should me give some context, right? Was. Can you yeah. can you just like, give me a synopsis of Anne Franken? So me? she's distraught over the fact that my character Jack. <laughs> doesn't want to be with her why do i remember this either way she throws herself in front of a vehicle more or less it's Mm. like implied which is actually kind of problematic if you think about it like it's supposed to be an accident but we kind of know it isn't right good Uh, message for young people in high school yeah if a guy breaks your heart just throw yourself in front of a car you'll go back in time it'll be fine it'll be anne frank's best friend which is what happened during the holocaust so i guess it's like uh (laughs) i was like anne frank sounds like a sound like a fun girl but i don't know about like you don't really know you don't really know and secretive and you don't really know if you're inside the head of this person in a coma or if somehow like a wrinkle in time happens right when this person like a time rift happens when this car hits her either way she wakes up in ye olden times like 1944 paris right right yes ye olden times yeah it wasn't that long ago (laughs) and uh i am now jacques because i'm a french person did you do a french accent no damn yeah she didn't make anybody do french accents thank god thank goodness good one sal that would have been that really would have been bad. Yeah, bad. but it was good acting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, thought it was. Yeah, and so she uh, is. So I'm Jacques, and we're together, and she's basically becomes friends with Anne Frank, or is it persecuted? Oh yeah, because Anne concentration camp. played Anne Frank. Yeah, our friend, our friend Anne, Anne played Anne Frank. That's and, right. Uh, somehow it all something works out. Obviously, it doesn't work out for Anne Frank. We all know the. Oh, what? it doesn't? <laughs> Shit. Spoiler alert. Oh, don't, don't ruin like that for me. It's season three. You know? But does it or doesn't it? Because it's like sometimes I think, you know, like how badly I wanted to be famous. I was like, yeah, so, you know, I die as a child, but I have one of the most famous texts of all time. Yeah. You know, me yeah, and my family are brutally murdered. I'm I, I'm kind of making a joke, but honestly, I'm not. You're no. dead serious. If, if I, if I uh, you know, like if you think about it, if I was just like live my whole life no one knew who I was or if I was, you know, brutally slaughtered by Nazis, uh, you know, You'd at least want something in my teens, in legacy. but then wrote this great book. I think maybe, you know, that affected so many lives that might be better. True. Mm-hmm. I really believe this. So, no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, I agree. I would much rather have gone down the Anne Frank way than the non Anne Frank way, which yeah. was no diary. Right. Cause right, then right. no one's going to know. Yeah. Um, but so, so that was the premise of the play. And I remember yeah. at some point in the fall, <laughs> You asked me to a party, the Jay's party. It was in the spring. Oh, it was in the spring? Do you, know, something, you want to know something? I didn't want to be in that play. I didn't audition for that play. You oh. hate Jews? That's kind of- I'm a Jew, I just found out. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm not. 
Yeah, you're German as fuck. Gentile. <laughs> Gentile. Why didn't you want to be in the play? Because I didn't want to be in plays. Well, then who cast Sal? Sal told me I had to come to callbacks. And I think that's kind of how all the drama sort of started. Oh, Sal. Because I had been away the previous Sal's year. Sal's the director for everybody who doesn't know. I'd been away the previous year and I come back and like all the seniors were friends of mine. And you know how that works like, yeah. in high school where like the Quickie. social dynamics are very strong still, like the age things i don't know yeah no you're right were you just so talented that no. Sal couldn't breathe knowing that you existed and weren't <laughs> in the play no, absolutely not i think she just wanted me to be the love interest oh sal's a, a woman this is getting really confusing yeah sal's yes. a woman we okay. call her sal um, okay um well i mean i think sometimes in plays like in high school they use, like some of the teachers used to pressure guys to be in, in theater because not as many guys wanted there are plenty to be in of there there guys. were, but you got you were good. You were really good. I was. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I mean, for a senior in high school, yeah. Who didn't even want to be there? I didn't want to be in that play. <laughs> but there was one point. I thought it was in the fall, but maybe not. But you would ask me to come to Jay's party. Uh-huh. Like, oh, Jay's having a party. You want to come? And I was like, oh, I've never. I'd never been to a party. You never been to a party. I'd never been to a party, and I never drank there alcohol. A lot of How old were party? you? Tenth grade. And You're you had like never 16, been to a party. Probably, right? Not like a birthday party, but not like, like a, a party, party. Oh, like a okay. And I remember wow. we were in Jay's house, and somebody handed me a bottle of Hurricane. I remember this very vividly because wow. it was, I remember this was a monumental moment. This is the first time I would ever drink alcohol in my life. Whoa! Really? Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. We weren't like party kids. We were just like kids who. I mean, he Jay was like chugging uh, Sudafed and shit, and like people oh, yeah. were doing he some was, stuff. <laughs> he was like very early into. Decks. He had legit ninja stars thrown into his wall. Yeah, he threw him into the wall, and he would yeah. climb up the wall. I was like, okay, very Renaissance um, fair. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know how I we wait. We were upstairs because you were my first ever making out with someone while like being on top of them, not just like sitting on a bench or like sitting. Uh-huh. Cause we were like rolling on top of each other. We were on a weight bench. In Oh, were we? We were, on we were in weight... Jay's little brother's room though, I remember. That was another locale of the same evening, which I think was the second or third makeout of the evening. Oh my God, we made out multiple times? Yeah. Oh, uh, that shit. hurricane okay. took some uh, memories was... away. Yeah, it did. Wait, when was the where was the first time we made on out? On a weight bench. On, on the weight bench, I remember bench. that now. I think you were on top of me because it yeah. doesn't seem like I don't. I was never trying to be like a weird, gross guy. I just right. like making out. Right. <laughs> so do I. Yeah, and I remember that. Okay, I do remember that because I remember being on top of you, going like, "This feels powerful. I like this." Twas powerful. Twas. And then I don't know where did, we moved eventually to Jay's little brother's room because uh-huh. I remember there was all these Bob the Builder toys uh-huh. where it was like playing on the TV. You remember that? Yeah. Like, Do you remember the extra detail of Jay's little brother's room? No. That we discovered probably about 20 minutes into our makeout. Oh, I hope this is good. What? No. Or illegal. <laughs> Please be illegal. <laughs> it's not illegal. It's just really funny. Uh, so his parents were away and they had taken his younger brother with him and we were in the younger brother's bed. But apparently before leaving, uh, Jay's younger brother had taken the liberty of wetting the bed. <gasps> Oh. And then we realized deep into a makeout sesh that we were making out in his little brother's the piss. mild urine smell. It did smell like bad. I thought it was just from the bed. Cats that just didn't. How did his, his litter box. parents not notice that he had pissed himself? Or they were really in a rush or, to get out of the or, house unless he was sleeping naked. My working theory is I'm just like thinking of me in that scenario. Of course. Like we're getting the hell out. Yeah. Like I'll deal with it when we get back. No yeah. one's sleeping in that bed. Yeah. Wait, but are you sure? I mean, it also could have been someone drunk at the party could have just pissed in the bed. It wasn't wet. 
It oh, was like it was a dry it urine. Bad. Okay, gotcha. So some time had. But passed. you were on the bottom for most of our makeout session. I guess so. I <laughs> think you were because I was like, I like this whole being on top thing. This is fun. It was like when I realized my power as a woman. Wow. Not really, but kind of because it was the first night I ever drank and I felt awful because we had the Renaissance Fair the next day. Remember yes. that? We had to get on a goddamn school bus. Yes. And go to the Renaissance Fair. And I was so excited for the Renaissance Fair, but I was hungover. I had a bad headache. Everyone was hungover. Yeah. And I, but I felt that was like the first time I ever felt like really guilty. Like, oh, am I a bad kid? Not because we made out. That was uh -huh. great. But because I drank <laughs> and I'm like, I wanted to enjoy this Renaissance Fair. But now I have a headache because I drank alcohol. Was like this I, a school night party or where the Renaissance no, Fair was on a weekend? weekend? I think it was on a Saturday. Same crew, same Sal same, as yeah. the play. Yeah. It was like our there. theater appreciation club. We also Oh, okay. Cause I was like a school trip on a Saturday. I'd rather be dead. But Renaissance Fair with like with the cool kids and we definitely like That's different. Truth or theater dare trip. made out yeah. on the bus too. Mm -hmm. Did we, you and I make out on the bus? No, I just like made out with some more people. Yeah. Did I Did see I it? mention I like making out? Yeah. I got <laughs> You were the makeout slut of our high school, but no one ever called you a slut. Isn't that nice? But you, you are nice. like the type of I could tell exactly like I when you I was like, you are there are there are these types of men who like making out and you fit I mean, that. I like all sorts of things, but making out's great you know mm -hmm. yeah 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 well making out is like think about it remember when you first made out and you could just like make out forever yeah as we did in jay's little brother's pissed it was when i first made out i could not make out forever <laughs> i'm like chasing that you mean you, 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 you have to get hours you have to practice you have to practice my yeah. first kiss was in the woods uh in the snowy woods with paul this guy paul wow. and i was drooling and i felt bad and then my friend Kristen, who also had a crush on him like we tag teamed and like i went back out and she went into the woods and made out with him Interesting. Right after me. But I was like, I'll take whatever I can get. My first makeout was to a Shania Twain music video. Really? That don't impress me much. Wow. Yeah. I asked her. I, I was going to say, still I, the one? <laughs> I, no. I asked her if I had the touch, you know, because it's a line in the song. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. Was she like, oh, you're so funny? Something like that. You <laughs> used to play guitar on the fucking front steps of our high school. Oh God. And you would play I'll Be by Edwin McCain and that's why I kind of fell in love with you. Well you also annoying. well you had mentioned that you liked that song a lot, so I learned it. Yeah. It was actually kind of a hard song. Oh you song. learned it? I thought yeah. I already knew it. Well it's like a good song. I you know I like learning songs. Oh that's very nice of you. I'm so glad I got like the guitar in public part of my life behind me. Thanks. I know I was just I, I was too. like thank You're God the... I'm meeting you before I hear these stories because I would have fucking hated you. <laughs> I mean well, I we hate always... myself still so is that okay? <laughs> Is that good enough? <laughs> well, you're in a band. No, but I remember that. And but and I remember you'd always do that. And I was like, wow, he's so dreamy. And then all these other girls had crushes on you. And you fucking, I remember, you, remember we would go to the McDonald's across the street from our high school yes. right before play practice. And we would always, you know, go get food, like a group of us. Mm -hmm. When you started dating Christy, you would go and you would hold her hand and I would like be behind you because we were all walking in a group and I'd be like crying. I was so upset for like, that was like only really? lasted like a week, but I was really upset. Not that, like, we didn't, I don't think we ever talked. You were just like. Talked about it, you mean? About us. No. We just made out and then had that was it. Had a good time, right? We had fun. It was awesome. But you, that's why I think you, <laughs> I guess in high school, you don't really communicate those sentiments of like, so what are we? What is this? You write a note. Oh. Right? Do you like so. me? Circle one. Yes, no. <laughs> and then you write in maybe, right? <laughs> Yeah, and I was like so sad. And I have pictures. There's a picture. Oh my God. There, I have like a, a photo album from high school. And there's a picture of us backstage with Anne Frank in Anne Frank and me costumes. And it's Anne, you, Christy sitting on your lap, Robin. And then I'm just in the corner, like, hmm. <laughs> it was so funny. Wow. <laughs> I look back at that picture and I crack up. It was really funny. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I, yeah, I got a girlfriend in the play. Yeah. And it messed things up. 
for all the ladies. Apparently. Do you remember? This is, I've never really gotten kind of like the insider story. So this is kind of. That's why I'm so excited. This, for this is interview. actually like very satisfying to me. It's satisfying that I was sad. No, it's <laughs> to kind of know what like, you know, what the other side was like. Wait, yeah. how long did you end up being with this Christy character? Not even that long. No. What's, like, the, what's that though for high school? Like five or six months maybe okay. before we were broken right. up before the end of the I thought you were going to say year. weeks and <laughs> five or six months in high school isn't bad I really uh yeah I think probably five or six months she was my first girlfriend kind of really like oh really, really? Like, committed oh I didn't know that girlfriend yeah oh she's great she's married she's a baby really yeah and the baby's so cute and she's you were so- on Facebook quite a bit before I got here huh no, well, no, I actually like certain people pop up on my feed uh, and then certain people from high school, I didn't even know I was friends with. And then I, I realized I was have a baby um, in the zone. Yeah. And she, she used to actually, she used to live with JC knows best. Oh yeah. That's why she messaged me. Cause she was like, Oh my God. Cause she, I think she listens to the podcast. Oh, that's very weird. And she was like, Oh my oh. God, I used to live with this guy that you had on your podcast. That's crazy. And then um, I was looking at her life. I'm like, Oh my God, she, what a beautiful life she has. Yeah. And she's so be- like she's beautiful and she's so sweet and that's why I was like I can't I hate her but I want to <laughs> damn it and then well, she broke my heart she did my little oh, makes- seventeen year old what did she do heart she just broke up with me uh why why does it I forget yeah, it was we like need details sudden. it was like I actually don't know to this day I don't know so <laughs> okay, if you're out ponder. there listening. That's why, we, that's why we do this podcast, because a lot of times, even as adults, we don't know why people break up with us. I mean, probably some like high schooly thing. Yeah. I'm like, sure. you know, I was going to go to college or I didn't talk about something in the right way or who knows. Well, yeah. I mean, I yeah, because I don't remember any hearing about any of that. But uh, too much time with, on the stoop with the guitar. Yeah. Dude, you fucking hit up that guitar. Did you learn a new song for her? Uh no, but one of the songs. There's I no mean, I'm sure cycle I did. No, for her. <laughs> I'm sure I did, but not as vividly as that. That was it Edward McCain. Is that his yes, name? Yes. Oh my god. Oh my god. I, I'm really actually I'll upset that you don't have a guitar be. with you because it. The perfect ending to this episode would would be you bringing us out on with all. Well, you know what? You there look, is an acoustic guitar upstairs. You look horrified right now, but it would give me like just how you're satisfied. I would be so satisfied. So I just saw Michelle. I just came back from Michelle. <laughs> you're so uh-huh. red. And she said that exactly <laughs> yeah, that. She said you should have Brendan play "I'll Be" on the podcast. And I was like, you know what? I do have. Everyone a guitar. has such good ideas, huh? I yeah. They I mean, really I already do. had that idea, but again, Michelle seconded. Like it. I said, yeah. that part of me is very dead. Really. I mean, not the playing music part, but definitely like the flirty the, like, part or the oh flirty part. No, I mean, yeah, I like the say, playing the guitar, like outside, on a mag- stoop. yeah, outside or like in, you know, in public kind of in general. Are you single now? Yeah. Oh, OK. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, yeah. you so you play like in real venues now? Yeah, I do. Okay. Not on high school stairs. Good. I just spent the last month playing in a series of real venues. Impressive across the nation. Oh, congrats. Not a lot of oh, yeah, people you're on can tour. say that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's something. Yeah. What's I'm, the name of your band? Oh, oh, we were at this part. It's called Norwegian Arms. Yeah, I was listening to the music. It's really good. Thank you. You always had good taste in music. I remember. I remember you and Andy would always like lead the like. You were shark. Like, no, not that one. Oh, Another damn Andy. It. There was this guy Andy that I fucked. He was in a band called Shark Question Mark. Oh, yeah, I know that band. Really? Are, Are they, they from DC? Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. Wow. People know these bands. Um, do you know Kingsfoil? When you're a tiny band playing a lot of tiny bands. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. With, do you know Kingsfoil? 
Yeah, from York, Pennsylvania. Yeah, With Jordan, her- Tristan. I dated Darren and I dated Greg. And is it isn't wasn't Frankie Muniz in that band? Frankie Muniz was a drummer, and then he had a stroke. Wow. He had a stroke. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then he was yeah. like, I'm still gonna drum, but then I guess a little bit after that, she's like, oh, I'm good with the drumming. Yeah, I when I heard that, I was like, Frankie Muniz is in Kingsfoil? But they're a great band. Kingsfoil was a great band. I would fucking when I dated Greg, I would follow them. And then when I dated Darren, I would follow them. Didn't they have mullets, kind of like fashion mullets? Mm, Longish. They had long hair. Got they it. had long shaggy hair. They're very good looking guys. I remember them being very handsome. Very handsome. Very. And Jordan is the lead singer and he has the most beautiful voice in the world. I remember like pointy boots. Maybe I'm just yeah, like... Yeah, that exa- makes sense. Yeah. Like a very kind of like controlled aesthetic appearance, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're very high fashion. Yeah. Uh, do you remember... When we took a field trip in the midst of our Anne Frank and me like rehearsal calendar to the Holocaust Museum. Yes. And do you remember making out with Melissa on the way back from the Holocaust Museum? Yes. And do you remember telling her she was a bad kisser? No. (laughs) Funny how you only remember the good parts. Well, (laughs) sounds like. Because I was like, I think that there was something. There was like a there was a tiff at some point. And I texted her. I was like, what what happened? He told everybody I was a bad kisser. Oops. (laughs) Oops. <laughs> I still have this problem to this day where people are like, you're a little too matter of fact. And I'm like, well, I don't really like to beat around the bush. Did she, but she, she asked you if she was a good kisser. I really don't remember. Oh, okay. Mm. I, for, uh, I wish she was here. I don't want to speak on behalf of her, but I just remember that part. I'm sorry, like, Melissa. No, <laughs> I don't, I don't think she's still mad. She might be. I was like, she might be. <laughs> I, was a I would dick assume move. she's that improved. Her, move. I would assume she's improved her kissing technique in the, she was probably always a great kisser. How do we make someone oh, a bad kisser? Oh, I kissed her later. She was great at kissing later. I mean, later very she was few. Well, maybe because, like maybe because kissing. she just got back from the fucking trip to the Holocaust Museum and uh, it was a little bit of a bummer. It's not exactly like you can't be good at making out right after that. You made out with her again? Yeah, like a party at... Did you ever go to those parties at Mark's house? No, I wish. I don't know why. One of those. This guy, Mark, would have these parties. I I want him to come on the podcast so bad, but I don't think he will. Because um, he's, he, uh, we banged. Oh. Uh, finally. I wanted to bang him so bad. He, he was, was so hot. He's so handsome. He's so handsome. <laughs> Still is. Still is. Great in bed. Great kisser. Great everything. Charismatic. Lovely wow. guy. I'm just going to go, you know, kill myself. Now. <laughs> no. He's no, no, no. no bending. I'm going to compete. He's no bending. He's no bending. <laughs> but I was talking to, I was talking about this with Michelle and then with my boyfriend, Steven. Like when you're young, when was the first time you ever fingered a girl? Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> I actually can tell you, uh, it happened uh, when I was, when I was away my junior year when I was living in Germany. Oh, okay. My first, my first. You fingered a German girl? Yeah. Her name was Kata. Did you date her on a her park a, bench? On a park, oh, on, on, a, on a mountain. Oh, I like kind of lived Germany. in the mountains. Yeah, and I would just like walk up the road that my house was on, and it would eventually just you'd just be in the wilderness in some mountains, like oh, not like craggy, nice. but like you know, tall green. Secluded things. benches are good, even it, as you get older. They're fun. Yeah, yeah, it's like good to get away. So she people. came along, and and then he fingered. Yeah, I was. I forget the first time I ever got fingered, but I think it was around tenth grade, like mm-hmm. somewhere between tenth and eleventh or something. And guys are so young guys who've not done that are so bad at it. Yeah. And they're not good. 
I mean, I wasn't having sex at that point yet. So I, no one tried to eat me out. But even when like I was having sex, the finger and the tongue with guys was so bad and it hurt. And I was talking to Michelle. But they have that like crazy, like, just like, yeah, the doorbell, the jackhammer. Yeah. Like there's a doorbell inside my vagina that you're trying to get to. Desperately trying to get to because someone's chasing you and you need to get in the house. Like a Chinese food delivery man who has his bike parked outside, but But he forgot his lock. And then he's like, just hurry up and get there. Yep. And it's so unenjoyable, but I didn't know that it was because that it wasn't being done well. I just thought, well, this is what this is and it sucks. Weren't you... Weren't you masturbating at that point? So uh, yeah. So the other side. I, but I didn't masturbate with my fingers. I didn't uh, masturbate with my hands. Um, well, fingering is a lot like blowjobs because the the word the title is misleading. Like there's no blowing in blowjobs. Fingering is very little about inserting your finger. It's exactly. about massaging the clits. Right. Yes. And and I didn't even. Yeah. No, that didn't. That was the you no have to guy. All this stuff. The first seven guys that fingered me. Uh, were horrible. And I just thought that that meant that fingering hurt, but I knew that sex hurt. Like every girl knows that sex is going to hurt for the girl, but it'll get better. I thought it was the fingering thing was going to get better. It didn't. So I was like, I guess I just don't like fingering, but I liked giving blowjobs. And I feel like it's hard for a young girl to be bad at a blowjob unless you use your teeth, but you know. Yeah, the teeth thing was. But do girls really use their teeth? To give a good blowjob is not easy though. It's not easy, but it's, I think it's hard for a young girl to give a terrible blowjob. Would you? (laughs) So. I had some toothy yeah. ones. Toothy? I see. I knew not to use the teeth, but just like the motion. Th- it just seems like the the technique is difficult, right? Yeah. I mean, I've never done it, but it seems like avoid like. I mean, engaging you just, in and avoiding yep. the tooth thing. For is, me, more the problem is the duration. The duration. Well, yeah. and you have to get into a rhythm. Like that's really what it's all like. A lot of it is about. But I didn't. I mean, I didn't know that. I don't know how I was as a second, I mean, like a sixteen year old. Same. But same with fingering. It's like there's a rhythm it there is. too. But like, I, I don't know. I just feel like fingering, oh, it hurts so bad. Like yeah. I remember very vividly, like being at the Jersey Shore and this guy, George, Ooh. and I'm like, go away, get out <laughs> which, of my vagina. Which shore point, may I ask? Um, uh, uh, Ocean City. Okay, not so bad. Yeah, we met a guy, Melissa and I uh, met this guy on the boardwalk playing guitar. I never got to do that. Oh, I should have brought my guitar. Oh, I have like- a th- I never had like a boardwalk make out. Really? No. See, you didn't bring your fucking guitar. That was every summer for me. Every kid would go I on the boardwalk. I sense of shame. About what? About playing guitar in public. Why? Because you got so much pussy from it? Uh, pussy? Is that the well, operative term of making out in high chicks? school? <laughs> well, you know, I guess you've made out with so many girls from it. Yeah. I don't know. I guess, yeah, I guess not. Also, there was that time that, like, there was sort of the the pitchforks and torches against the guitars in public and at parties, led by Tom. I mean, there's still... Yeah. Yeah. Love Tom. <laughs> Tom, Tom. Always starting revolutions. Yeah. Tom, well, he is a pretty revolutionary guy. He he created Tom Prom. He also Remember created that? the What's, band of guitars. Oh, at this is another thing that only you guys know. Oh, it's a party. Tom Prom was a party at I his thought, house. I literally thought that was like an invention that I had missed in life. Oh, no. It was just a night. It, <laughs> it was, was one just night. A party. It was one night. <laughs> in Pennsylvania. In his basement. I remember okay. there was someone put on mummy porn. And oh, I remember the I, went with, of the I went with too. Drew and we were Beyonce and Jay-Z. And then he made out with Alicia and because they were, she was at dress as tattoo and I was really heartbroken. <gasps> I had a lot of heartache in high school. How'd you dress I'm up sorry. as Beyonce and Jay-Z as white people? We, ju- we didn't do blackface. No, I know you didn't, but I'm just, I want to see this kids. costume. I Oh, I have a picture of it. Uh, maybe on Facebook. Um, I just wore like a hot dress and I straightened my hair. It was when she was doing like the sleek straight hair. Oh, okay. So I straightened my hair and I was like, okay, I'm Beyonce. And then Drew just dresses himself. 
I was gonna say I was like I was like to do Jay Z as a white man. That's very he difficult. just he wore baggy clothes. Okay, then he made out with Elise. I was so bummed. Okay, but um, but so you didn't get a lot of bad blowjobs, or oh, I some, did. and it was only bags some. of the teeth. Yeah, I mean, other than that, like, what else? What else? What is there else to mess up? You know, you just don't the teeth that's it just don't get me there like that's not a big yeah deal, i know? mean that's not a right but there no one's hurting you unless they're using your teeth yeah but that's why like when women i i was talking about this with michelle like we kind of we will still blow a guy but we're like don't finger me don't go down on me when we were younger uh-huh. um because it didn't feel good because no one knew what they were doing and then that's when we kind of learned to not put our pleasure first mm. i always let them give See, it a try i had someone <laughs> I was scared. It hurt. I had someone show me relatively early into my fingering experience the proper technique. See, that's what Steven had said. She was like, I was with a girl who told me what to do, and I was lucky. I was like, It was actually on a bus for maybe another kind of field trips, huh? Wow. Wow. Yeah, you made out with a lot of chicks on field trip buses. God, I feel like such a nerd. I didn't do any of this on a bus. That was a summer camp bus. It was a summer camp bus. Still, uh, I discreetly fingered my lady companion on this bus <laughs> and she guided me through the process. What did she say? Do you remember? She just kind of like, you know, did like the, the guiding hand thing. Oh, that's And good. then just kind of like whispered exactly like what to do. Like, you know, be gentle. And Did you oh. have like a blanket on your lap or something? Yeah, there's something like that. Okay. Some kind of blanket. All right. She was wearing a... A skirt. Skirts are the best for yeah, that. Yeah, that's why, that's why skirts exist. I got fingered standing up at a concert once. I mean, that Whoa. was great. Good time. Really? Wow. Yeah. What concert? Uh, it was like death metal. Who knows? Wow. wow. I guess that's good because no one's really going to suspect. It was, uh, well, yeah, you just like, if someone uh, <laughs> goes by behind you, like they're holding you from behind, like a Hot. guy, but then you can just slip it down. Skirts are the best forever. Like, I love them. Wow. Skirts forever. Slip it down. Yeah. So, so I know about the sexually debaucherous make out lead debaucherous you in high school mm-hmm. what what's like the most debaucherous thing you've done in your adulthood sexually, sexually? yeah debaucherous i don't know like just you're in, the, in a band impress us i mean i've done like stuff on like a, the roofs of buildings and things like that yeah me too uh but i'm not like really a debaucherous <laughs> guy like i'm down for an adventure but it's not like i'm trying but to... just one hasn't happened <laughs> <laughs> cool, Corinne. <laughs> it's like not like I've like I don't know. Well, you're very you're you're. Do you you're, have examples? Maybe we'll jar. Well, no, because <laughs> I can't picture you ever going to someplace like a sex club. But you were always like, let's to any girl that you thought was cute, like let's make out in this like cute romantic place. Oh yeah, I remember. I would like we figure out how to break into the auditorium. Oh. You just like push the small one, one or the big in, one. The big one. You push one door. Oh, we could always get into that one. Oh. You push the door <laughs> in and pull the other door out, and you could stick your hand and pop it open from the inside. Would you make out with girls in the auditorium? Yes, pitch black auditorium make out. Oh, that's fun. On the stage during when? Like lunch time? School. Everyone else is in class. There's no assembly. Right, but I, right, I, but you wouldn't get caught skipping class. No, because I got I was like in like a bunch of clubs and stuff, so that I always had like a I was like a president of some clubs. And so I was just like, oh, I got to go do a club thing. And then it'd be like, yo, let's go make out. Uh Oh, it's the future business leaders of America president coming in. <laughs> you, so you, do you remember how many people you made out with in, high, in your senior year? Mm. Me, Melissa, Christy, obviously you dated. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michelle. M- Michelle. Alicia. In high school. Yeah. Alicia. Robin. You made out with Robin? Yeah, on the Renaissance Fair bus. On the right after 
after we made out? Wow. God damn it. Robin fucking like, dated Paul right at, right. Oh, Robin I, I stole made out so with many like men four or five me. people at that party. What? I'm sorry. Is that weird? Uh, I guess I don't really care. Memory? Three. I think three. Four. Three people at that party. Four. Four. Who? Damn. This person named Kara. Wait, uh, was she older than you? Yeah. She was a theater person? Yeah. Yeah, I know her. Uh, <laughs> Christine's going to run to Facebook after this. Jennifer. Was she? Jen. What, what a, a friend, oh, that Claire. Friend, oh, friend, the friend one Andy of, dated? I, yeah, I, I guess so. <gasps> oh, that's and scandalous. And also Veronica. Who's mm. that? Someone who was just in my grade. I don't, oh, it was not a theater She wasn't theater? No. Sexy name. That's who you made out with that night? Yeah. Shit. Although I think I made him out with Andy that night, but it was like a truth or dare thing and it wasn't really real. There was like a lot like of a nice, positive, chill making out happened at that party. Yeah. But it was nice and positive and chill because none of the other girls knew that you were making out with the other girls. I was going to say, how did you even Everyone was choreograph drunk, that? It just kind of like what happened. It wasn't like I was, wasn't like. Well, I wasn't like territorial. You were like a predator, it was like entra- right? It was like a trap entrapment. <laughs> that was my fault. He lived in a big townhouse though. It was like, a, there was a lot of yeah. levels in it and it was yeah. dark and it was, it was kind of cool because being drunk for the first time and my whole freshman year of college when I was drunk, I just remember feeling so free. I don't know why, but it may it, alcohol gave me this feeling mm-hmm. that it wasn't, I really liked. It was happy. Yeah. It wasn't just like living somewhere else, not with your parents. That was part of it. Yeah. But even at that night, even that night, like uh, I felt like, wow, this is what living is. That was a great party. That was a I know good we party. Keep talking about this party, I'm sorry. I wish you could have been there. No, I mean, I was expecting. We made out, I, I told Corinne, I was like, it's probably me asking you what happened. Just a lot of me being confused <laughs> for that. <laughs> But I mean, I, you know, to, to piggyback what Christina said, I mean, I think I, alcohol is just great. It's alcohol. The, yeah. It was the main thing. It was there. great. Yeah. It still makes me feel free. Like anytime I don't want to, and I know it's like running away from your problems, but it's like, everything's a problem. So it's like, are you running or are you just learning how to deal just with taking a, a time out problems? Yeah, mm. absolutely. Know? It's really how you spin it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. There were more people. I mean, you really want me to yeah, enumerate that I knew. Yeah. 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 I mean, Liz. Yeah, Uh-oh. Liz, Melissa, Michelle. <laughs> no, not Claire, because she said that you from guys. The play, you guys had only a from bet. the play or in high school. Okay, let's do only from the play for now. Oof. Yeah, not Claire. Did you make out with Anne? No. Okay. Really? No. Okay. No, we were always just buds. Oh yeah, you guys were really good friends. I kind of pined after her a little bit. She's beautiful. after high school, but not anymore. Okay. That faded. Yeah, I mean that. That's what had his life. Not anymore. What if you were still pining after her? And if then listening. I wouldn't have any. <laughs> Ten years like later. A, oh man, then yeah, probably be a very different person, and hate myself more. Do you hate yourself? I mean, in a healthy way. <laughs> you've you've mentioned it two times. I know. In uh, I mean, I like two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's more or less. I think uh, a good dose of. Uh, self-loathing is healthy especially i don't we don't have that Karen and i don't loathe uh, ourselves well i mean no i, I always say like i I hate, I hate everyone including myself but i hate myself the least I see. i'm still a human i'm like down with me it's chill me too you know it's chill being me but it's i think i think it's just like a way for me to make sure that i'm like keeping myself in check a little bit you know right 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 you don't want to get too like i don't want to be this person i am forever i want to continue to improve or yeah, it's uh, everyone it doesn't mean yeah. you have to loathe the present you though okay i am exaggerating but it's just kind of fun to say <laughs> yeah i was like this is like part of your band thing right no. yeah this is your guitar what are the norwegian what are the what is it called again norwegian arms arms, arms. and then what what are you guys about 
Um, about uh, well, the project is really just mine, so I do all the singing and. No one else is in the with you. Uh, they uh, people perform with me, but it's like you know I write all the songs and okay. manage the re- recordings and things like that. Okay. And recently, it's just been me performing solo, which has been actually kind of wonderful and freeing. Um, because not relying on anybody else. Not relying on anybody else, and I've also like started getting into like like more performative aspects. Like I have this projector now that kind of reacts to the music I'm playing as I play it. Like it oh, that's cool. comes out of the amplifier into a projector, and I've started doing like like kind of like this. Corpse paint, if you know black metal corpse paint, I know it's pretty uh, Steven probably does, but I'm not. So I have, I've been wearing sort of like corpse paint inst- uh, inspired um, makeup. What, what's that? It's kind of like, like a sad clown opera pagan-y kind of thing. So you wear makeup on stage? I have got yeah. to see this. Yeah, when this are you playing thing. in New York next? I actually don't have anything scheduled at the moment. Okay. Do you well, live in New York? I do. Okay. Um. So, and actually right now I'm sort of developing the next level of like the performative aspect of it. Cause previously the band had just kind of been a band. And the the interesting thing about it, I guess originally was I wrote songs about crazy places I went and then I played a mandolin. Um, I remember there's only so far you can get kind of like making upbeat sort of tropical sounding folk music about living in Siberia. So I eventually you can sort say of, that again. <laughs> Am I right, ladies? We well, get one. It's like a Kickstarter. You get I like one, right? You get like one. Yeah. <laughs> this is me. So here's me talking. This is my internal dialogue. But uh, yeah, so I wanted to kind of unlock, uh, like move away from this thing that's very location-based or like observational and actually try to do something that's a little bit more me talking about me and like my actual emotions as opposed to me being like oh i'm in russia and there's a lot of stray dogs and i feel this way about it. i'm gonna write about it and now it's more like i mean i i kind of had a breakup wow and that's it, deep dude it wasn't sad the breakup but it like definitely made me think about a lot of things and then i had some interesting dating experiences like i felt emotionally catfished a couple times how so like just like a person who i had connected with uh via tinder which i actually i love i know a lot of people hate on it but the idea that you can kind of just like you versus infinite people and being able to kind of randomly meet people you'd otherwise never encountered. That's cool. But you've been training for that your whole life. It seems. Yeah, (laughs) dude, you were the human Tinder before Tinder was Tinder. Is that my superhero name? People's faces. Yeah. I wondered why you moved my head on that weight bench. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, That's actually a beautiful way to describe Tinder. So I know some people like it and I feel like it's, it's hacky, almost hacky to shit on it now. Because dating is hard anyway. And then yeah. the app makes it, it's the only thing I found that was weird about swiping is like, ah, that guy's got a weird nose next. Like, oh, but he Some people got weird noses. I know. And like, that's not, that does not speak to himself as a character, as a man, right. his character. But well, you, also, my, my, you also deserve to be attracted to those people. True. But my problem with it is I've seen people on it who I know in real life, who I know that they are wonderful people. And I know I would date them based on their personalities from knowing them. But based on their photo, I would absolutely not swipe on them. We well, got to pull them aside. That's my problem. Little, I, little I honestly coaching. thought about it, but I was like, that's not really my place. So you connected with somebody on Tinder. Yeah. I just had like a, like a nice conversation. We had a lot of things in common. We were, it's pretty specific. Like this one Hungarian author that I really like. 
You're a trip. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it was in high school. We couldn't identify your je ne sais quoi, but it was like, you're very smart and intuitive and emotional. <laughs> you're Jonathan Fedors. That's my, you are my, like, that's who that is, that he was a guy in my high school. I know, uh, I know exactly who you are now. Okay. Shout Continue. Out to Jonathan. I made out with Jonathan. So we just had like a really, it was while I was on a tour and we just had, we, we talked the entire time, mostly via text and like started sending photos, you know, kind of like the yeah. that natural development of a conversation you have with someone right. who you've never met in real life. And so then uh, when I got back to New York City, this person was actually going to be in New York City and had told me and they were going to be at a show that my friends were playing and I was already going to go anyway. Nice. So I told this person, I was like, I'm going to be there. Like, we do not have to meet, like, whatever. Um, so then I go and I don't see them. I just hang out with my friends, watch my friends play and leave. And then later that night, uh, she texts me being like, that was so weird. What? And I was like, what? And she's like, I can't believe you crashed my date. It's like, uh, first of all, it's a punk show. So the whole idea of a punk show is like, includes, like, includes. We're all here. Yeah, like anybody can go. So the idea that she could kind of like govern that space like already kind of made me upset. But also the fact like I didn't even see her engage with her or try to or anything. Right. You, yeah. You didn't even know she was there. Right. Yeah. Really? Because. Yeah. I mean, I knew she was there, but it was like not. You didn't. You weren't like, oh, there she no, is. I want to be like chill. I'm not trying to be like a creep about it. there's too many creeps on this stupid. So planet, true. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Um, Benden is not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> tries. Uh, That's your legal name now. It actually is. No, was that, a, was that recording when we talked about that? No, but oh, no. the state of New York fucked up the spelling of Brendan's first name and put Benden. Benden. I kind of like that name. It sounds pretty good, right? Yeah, yeah it sounds like too. a British kid. Right, I, because Ben's a name and then just you you, you want to zhuzh it up a bit. <laughs> Benden. I only recently learned what that was. Zhuzh. Oh. Use that word How a do lot. you spell that? That's what I want to know. I don't know. It's just that I learned it from Queer Eye for the Straight Guy because he would always zhuzh. say zhuzh the sleeves. Z H U Z H, right? Zhuzh. Z H U Z H. I mean, however you want. Zhuzh. I just make it up. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I have a lot of. I always like write sounds when I'm writing, but I don't. Yeah. I always usually Google it and then see what the people are saying and then make my own adjustments. Got it. I I meant to Google that one. I just didn't. Zhuzh. All right. We'll look it up. Yeah. We'll look it up. Yeah. Well, either way, like, it kind of just like the bottom fell out of it. And I was like, hey, if you don't want me to talk to you anymore because you feel weird, like, that's chill. I'll give you space. And she's like, yeah, I think that's for the best. Okay. Hungarian yeah. authors. Was she on, she said that she was on a date? Yeah. Like she had, she said she was on a date that I crashed her date. Wow. Something I don't think I was made That's aware of. Weird. That. And I also like told her I was coming as an opportunity for her to tell me not to come, but I didn't receive a response. Right. But so she said it was somehow up? implicit that I was to avoid All right, well, the show. Yeah, so. but you it's not like you, I mean, you didn't engage in anything they were doing. So it's like how, and the person she's on a date with wouldn't even know that you were there or who you were. Exactly. Doesn't even make sense. Exactly. Women be crazy sometimes. So do, well, so be men. I think it's more Hungarian author. I mean, Hungarian that's two words next to each other. Laszlo Krasnohorkai, you know. Whoa. That's the name? Bless that's you. That's the name, right? Wow. Oh, wait, no last name's Laszlo. Oh, wow. I don't, I don't even remember what you <laughs> yeah, said. No, everyone ever repronounced you that. He, he, he had a more boring name, but he zhuzhed it up a bit. Um, so was that the only time you got catfished? I mean, I, I just felt like emotionally kind of like really disturbed by that because I really wasn't given an opportunity to make it right. And yeah, and she kind of like just mad. ghosted on me and told me it was like uh, it was like a big problem somehow. And I <sighs> felt like I'm very sensitive. So I felt like really bad about it for a very, oh. long, for a very long time. Yeah, you really shouldn't. I got to say, I'm sorry yeah. that you wasted all that time. I wrote a time. song about it. I like it. <sighs> was okay. it a good song? Well, that's okay. good. It's, good. it's one of the new ones. Okay. Oh, good. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. 
Can How you play that one? Yeah. God, I'm dying for you to play a song live. Oh, I can it do that. We can a, make that happen towards the end. Has have, to, it has to be a tenor guitar. It's on a tenor. I'm sure Steven has one. A tenor guitar. Yeah. So I will guitars. buy one. <laughs> what kind of guitar is that? Well, that was spray painted. It's a four string. It's kind of like a big mandolin in disguise. Oh, okay. yeah. I'll ask Steven. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll see. Um, <laughs> so yeah, how long have you been single for? Hmm. A uh, year and a half. Okay. Yeah. So, and were you, are you a person that like does a lot of long-term relationships? I feel like you are, but no, you I, travel a lot. No, actually, no. I, I would say that this relationship I was in is the only one that really qualifies as like a true adult long-term relationship. It was five years. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where'd and, you guys meet? Uh, In Philadelphia. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. She didn't go to high school with us, did she? No. Oh, okay. It was someone who I met through the like warehouse concerts did you ever come to that we had like a warehouse concert space like this illegal kind of uh, warehousey party concert space have you know, ever done anything fun. regular <laughs> never <laughs> never <laughs> warehouse concert. i remember cool. soupy's band the wonder years had a concert in philly well i it couldn't have been illegal because it was like official and yeah he had me open he had me do stand up and open for the band i was like yes please wait when was this this was like three years ago or i'm going two on and a half tour with ago. him in the fall really with aaron As, west oh aaron west yeah, yeah that's a solo thing yeah. um that's awesome yeah that's how i met my boyfriend he directed a wonder years video and i was the girl in the oh, video wow opposite megan massacre yeah whoever that is she's a tattoo model she's like this pop she blew up she's on new oh. york inc mm-hmm. she's fucking she has this tattoo on her knuckles it says man's ruin and i remember i yeah. met her i was like oh god don't kill me she's so sweet um that's <laughs> funny soupy has soupy is a very important person in my life because he's the reason why i met steven that's really sweet yeah so how did that five-year relationship end oh <laughs> you're gonna love this oh, uh so i was with this person for quite a long time and uh obviously and we for her 25th birthday, she wanted more than anything to go to Japan. So we planned this whole Japan trip. Aww. Just go to Tokyo, hang NBD. out. NBD. Yeah. yeah. Tokes. <laughs> Have some Tokes time. Yeah. So uh, her joke was like, if she didn't get to Japan by the time she turned 25, she needed to take more drastic measures in her life. So. Uh, <laughs> what does that mean? I know. I, I guess. A job I guess, in Japan? No. the stakes to say you're going to end it all. Yeah, exactly. I think she said kill herself. I don't know why I decided to. I don't think it was a real thing, but. I, mean, I, I hope, hope not. not. Definitely, like you're like, I guess person. I gotta get her this trip. Well, it's also like a great reason to go to Japan. So we found these tickets. We planned the trip for like <laughs> suicide. Great reason to go to Japan. <laughs> <laughs> we planned for like you know a bunch of months. The night before we're leaving, I'm just like something's up. I mean, oh. things that had been kind of like whatever. Like you know how it gets sometimes. Like arguey and distant, stupid. Yeah. So I was but like, you gotta hold up. that in if you're going to Japan. I know well. you already got them tickets. <laughs> so I'm like, what's up? And she's like, nothing, nothing. I'm like, listen, we're about to go to Japan for two weeks. Like, oh, wow. We need to talk about whatever's going on in your head. And she's just like, I want to break up. I'm like, cool. <sighs> Can we fucking go to Japan now? And we went and had the best time. Oh, did went, you hook up? A little bit. Yeah. But it was kind of like, like slow the, fade kind of thing. But it didn't feel, because every time I mm. do go through a breakup, I feel I feel like I'm mourning the death of our relationship. But I know it sounds dramatic, but I feel like I'm suffering from like a loss. And you didn't have that sadness? Like knowing that you wouldn't be together after that? Well, we still hung out all the time. I actually just had lunch with her before I came here. Oh, so you really are just better as friends. Well, yeah, I guess so. I mean, really, I think it was just also like we had been dating since she was 20 and had lived together for a while. And I know when I was that age, like all I wanted to do was do my own. Like eventually you just have that thing where you have to like kind of do Independence. Yeah, you crave it. So I could tell that that was kind of happening. And so I was uh, down because like, great, because maybe some of these things that like drive me crazy about you are going to go away. And they have, 
And I mean, she's dating someone else now. It's not really a big deal. But okay. we end up having like the best Is it not trip. really a big deal? You sure? It's not a big deal. Oh, because I, I thought you were setting it up like you'd go be a free lady and then you can come back. Come and back. will bring us together again. Be a butterfly. I mean, who knows what the future holds, right? Uh, oh, there we go. open-ended Brendan. I mean, it's There's not, it's the not Brendan. I love. There's the I love. I mean, it's not like you stop being attracted to a person, you know? Yes, it, it is. is. No, yes, honest, it is. Honestly, I all the time am, I'm like, I, most times when people come on the show or when I see the people I'm like oh my god I not can't me. I ever dated not you. me uh, but see um, when I'm done I'm done oh I see yeah see I I feel this uh and this is not the right choice of words but like a little bit of ownership over that person of like oh my god we have this special connection for years not ownership but like a something that only that person and I had like when you dated somebody for that long I only feel that way about two people yeah all two of my boyfriends the other ones I don't feel any like ownership or kind just of like that connection eh, I just don't feel like I was like a huge part of their lives even if it was like we dated for a year or whatever like I feel like that way about my first boyfriend Tim who I dated for five years yeah. and then I feel that way about Frank I mean that, that was more forced though <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, you, no 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 you're, you're forced to relive it or like get questioned no, no, on no. it every day I thought it was just one-sided but it's not I confirmed that recently so I feel better now I feel I mean I had those feelings <laughs> too but you know I tried to squash them because I knew like this person's cool. Yeah. And I would rather have them be in my life instead of yeah. like being petty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. That was so, very adult. Of that's you. good. Yeah, it was cool. And it worked out. And a lot of my friends were, were concerned I was going to get hurt because like we were kind of like still Hooking doing up. stuff a little bit. It's hard yeah. not to. But then that kind of just kind of faded away too. And then the friendship remained and things are cool. And when she started dating this new guy, of course, like, you know, you bristle a little bit. But of you, course. You got to. Even if you're dating, even bristle. if you're dating someone else too, it's still like, oh, who's that guy? Did you do? Did you do the thing that girls do, where you just like pulled Looked up a photo his... of him, or like, what the fuck does this guy have? Did you, you like? Crazy? Did you go through his profile pictures? No, no. What do guys like? Yeah, what do guys do to like measure yourself against other men? I mean, I met him at a karaoke bar. Uh huh. Uh huh. He did not sing a karaoke song, so. I was not impressed. A little judgment. Got it. Nice. But other oh, than that, I don't really know bitch enough boy about not him. Gonna sing. <laughs> I don't really know enough about him and to make any kind of judgment. I try not to do that so much. Um, wow. Know, is that Adult, boring? but boring. Yeah, no, so boring. I mean, what are your songs? Very, oh, I, I very mean, healthy, I've definitely but not gotten, entertaining. Like, I've definitely gotten like heated and like said like things I regret to like her what? about it. You know, just kind of like. There. Oh, yes. Yeah, yes give yes, us you that. Know, just. <laughs> Being perfect. I don't even know. Just kind of like hating on what I perceive as their lifestyle. Yeah. You know, of and being like, that's so stupid. Like you guys go to like these weird underground clubs and do a lot of blow. Like that's so dumb. I was home and I was reading with a glass of wine because I'm on I'm top a of my scholar. Shit. <laughs> but like, Which isn't even true. It's not what I do at all. Oh, I was going to. Well, I would have believed that, honestly. Me too. <laughs> you pour yourself a bath, a milk bath. When I get wild, my friends call me Brandon. So now that there's Whoa. a third name. Brandon, Brendan, and Bendon. Yeah, Brandon. Oh, so, Bre- so there's- Brandon is like the crazy hoe. Brandon okay. is like when I'm a little extra because I've been drinking. <laughs> Brandon. Okay. Brandon. And my friends designate when Brandon has arrived. Okay. Whoa, what do they say? That's fine. Oh, like, welcome, Brandon. It's like, oh, Brandon's here. Like, I'll do something. <laughs> I like that. I'm not like doing embarrassing. You know, I'm just like a little Well, you're extra. not an outrageous like guy. Right you're not like, you're not going to like push somebody or like, you're not violent. You're no. not. Have you ever gotten violent with anybody? No. Yeah, I can't ever imagine you doing that. No, yeah. You're very loving and peaceful and kind of... 
I like never want to have to punch someone. Like I'll do it if I have to, but you know. <laughs> What's a circumstance in which you'd have to if someone punches you? Like a bunch of fascists or something. Oh, has that ever occurred? That's such a Brendan answer. You got to stomp them. What? Has, has that, that ever occurred? occurred? I thought it was going to occur like after this past election. Yeah. That was gonna, I was like, okay, it's time to stomp some fascists, I guess. <laughs> It's your Ghostbusters. You like assembled your crew of uh, emotionally sensitive men. I am afraid of no fascists. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that's the only thing it could really, I think tyranny would be the one thing that would make me want to fight someone. Deep. Okay. Okay. All right. So you've only had one five-year relationship. I mean, five years is a long time. Yeah. That was your main. Yeah. Before that, I had like a relationship for like nine months, but that was like, I was 20. When was the first time you had sex? College. Oh, okay. So you never had sex in high school. No. Cause yeah, cause I remember none of us really had sex. We all did. Well, I was in 10th grade, but I lost my virginity that next year to Greg. Yeah. Well, Greg. Oh yeah. You know the one I'm talking about? <laughs> Thanks. So. Yeah. We've said his full name a whole t- many times. Okay. Well, either way. Yeah. I uh, asked him to come on the podcast. We, we had dinner, uh, kind of not recently, but like maybe like eight, seven months ago or something. Uh-huh. And it was so good to see him. And I was like, Oh, please come on. But he, a lot of people don't want to come on out of respect for their spouse, uh-huh. but it's like, I don't want to diss her. Like, I don't care. Like I'm happy with mine too. Like, it's yeah. not like a, I want to get you back at all. But I really like, he was the first person I ever had weird intercourse vehicle, with. Weird vehicle to try to get someone back. <laughs> well, like a podcast. I know. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. I that's see not through your plan. <laughs> <laughs> this whole ruse and our whole touring and the whole book was just so I can get you back, Greg. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, so yeah, yeah. For me, it was in high uh, college freshman year, like October Halloween. It was on Halloween. On Halloween. On Halloween. What were you? I couldn't tell you. I don't probably remember. something real nerdy. <laughs> I probably wore that tiger suit that I had. Oh my god, that I forgot fun. about that. Yeah, you were at theater and kid. That was a theater and kids costume or like a. Well, a it was cos- mine. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> we won't talk about how Calvin and Hobbes, right? Yeah, we used it for Calvin and Hobbes. Oh, you used your already owned tiger costume for owned. Calvin. And Hobbes? <laughs> Why you, you gotta buy it? one? If there were air quotes one. around that owned. What? Whoa! I mean, you don't need to buy one if you have one. Yeah. So I probably wore that. I forget what she was, but what we did is we broke. So my roommate had his friends over and they were playing Halo, which we did all the time for some year in our dorm. It was so fun. But <laughs> this girl like wanted it. And I was like, okay, I guess this is what's happening. <laughs> How did you know that she I mean, wanted I, it? She told me explicitly. I want it. She's, well, not and by it, I like, mean your cock. Give yeah, me exactly. <laughs> Give me your dick bending. <laughs> uh, so uh, I, so my roommate was in our room and it was like kind of like two bedrooms and like a shared kind of bathroomy thing and then the hallway. So what we ended up doing is I ended up breaking into my neighbor's room because oh. they were away. That's risky. And, then and had, they lock their door. How do you away? break into? Well, because the lock room. automatically you use like a key card or whatever. Oh, oh, yeah. so you can like finagle your way. In. So okay, I like okay. used a credit card or something. Yeah, them. yeah, yeah. Those magnetic ones are easy. So you really know how to get into locked spaces. Me? Yeah. Apparently, zippers, huh. auditoriums. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had to pick the locks to a room in my parents' house when I was a kid. They would lock me out of this one room when they didn't want me. Like when they were punishing me, and I just learned how to pick it with a hairpin. Hmm. That's what I do to a dog. Locked so. <laughs> you in a room. No, like lock me outside of a room. That, and the that room was, was full room? of the stuff. It was like the oh. the den had like the video games. Playroom. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Like you got to hit the books. Okay. Uh, so your lock picking skills uh, vetted well for your lost virginity. Yeah, and so then when we just went and had sex on my roommate's, my sweet mate's bed, um, 
they were out of town, so that wasn't a big deal. Was she a virgin? I think so. We've never corroborated. <laughs> you should start a podcast. Uh, we've never really talked to. <laughs> <Ask her. laughs> uh, I uh, judging from all the blood that you think she was. That's that's the thing. There was blood. Nice. Uh, How did you know, Corinne? But she said that she had had I sex mean, before. I've watched movies. I didn't believe. So it was just kind of like yeah, a blowjob. It was like a blowjob situation. And then she's like, I want to have sex. And like, OK, I've never done, had sex before. She's like, it's OK, I have. I'm like, okay. And then we had sex and then there was definitely like blood, but who knows? I don't really know. And I never asked her and it was great. I like came like almost immediately. Of course. How, I yeah. how immediate is immediately? Like every guy says that and they all have different answers. Oh, like within a couple minutes, like two minutes, maybe two minutes, maybe a minute, maybe a minute. Did, were you wearing a condom? Like, yes. Okay. That's good. Wow. Okay. Yes. And did she come? Uh, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> That work doesn't get done in two minutes. But yeah. there was like an extended foreplay before. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's um, good that you all had the, well, because you waited until college. See, that's why you don't have sex during your I guess so. I, yeah, I guess I feel pretty good about it. Yeah. And uh, that was the only time I ever had sex with her. And But that sort of was the beginning of it. Were you like, I'm a man? No. Or no. But did I you did. tell your friends? Do guys tell their friends? Because when I lost my virginity, I walked into high school. It was the day I got my braces off and I got, he dropped me back off at high school. And Melissa saw me and she goes, did you just have sex? And I was like, oh, no. Yeah. You were probably like <laughs> grinning from ear to ear though. I guess. I don't think I necessarily told anyone. Girls I don't like, remember uh, it. Girls, that's like such a monumental thing. Yeah. Because it's treated as such by the world. I just wrote yeah, a lot of diary about. entries about it, I think. I don't know that I told a ton of people. A lot of writing, though. Yeah, you gotta write it out. Yeah. I'm sure you had... Did you write a song about it? About having sex with her? No. Bummer. It yeah. sucks. Missed, not, missed opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> there is a song about Christy, though. Really? One of the first songs I ever wrote was about that was about... Oh, really? Yeah, that's... It's such a Was it Backseat song. Driver? Was that the band? It was It was never a Backseat Driver song. It was before Backseat Driver. Whoa. Proto. Wait, are your songs on like Spotify? Because I'm going to need to re-listen to this episode and then press so the I think the Backseat Driver is. As I, I go through. I think our fir my first real embarrassing band called Backseat Driver is. Uh, no, I liked Backseat Driver. You guys are really good. It's not so bad now listening to it like for a bunch you of 19 year old stoopies. Yeah. Just trying to do something. And you all had great taste in music and you're all really talented and you can all sing. And it, well, you and Andy, who else was in it? Uh, Well, Andrew and Rocky. Andrew. Morris. Oh. Oh, and Rocky. <laughs> oh, yeah. Remember Andrew Morris could play like crazy slap yeah, bass in high school? Yeah, I do. I he was, he the was first so person, nice. He's the first person who was like, who could play music in a way that like was beyond my comprehension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, it was crazy. What's he doing now? Sells glue. <laughs> wow. I was going to say Eric Hankels was a killer on the piano and any, he's like a musical. He's so talented. He's in like some cover band Yeah, thing, but right? he does like dueling pianos now and he was in this band. Not surprised. Uh, yeah, he's so good. But he, I remember I saw him play piano. I was like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. He was on the podcast. Me and just my mandolin. I picked an instrument no one else could play so people just assumed I was good at it. <laughs> oh, that was your damn trick. No, it wasn't really my trick. I, actually, I started playing that when I was 10, so... Oh, it's very oh. young, young. So you were good. Gentleman. My mama, lo she loves a good mandolin. Yeah, she'll be very jazzed when she hears this. <laughs> so did you I'm learn? Did you learn anything about yourself that you didn't know? Like anything about your not your reputation, but like did I give you any insight that you never had previously? I. It's been interesting because I always thought it was like kind of a joke. I remember that one time Sal pulled what was everyone into. Kind of like the other side of it. Oh, oh, oh. Um, that it was like any kind of deal. 
right? Right. Because apparently it was like kind of a deal. Where but South you made out with everybody? Yeah. And like, yeah, South- that would isolate you. I would say it was a deal considering we're in our late 20s, early 30s, and we're sitting here talking about it. <laughs> that would be the number one clue. Well, that's why I was so excited because I'm like, that I have not rehashed deal. these memories. I mean, it led to an arrest, technically. What? Well, the cupcakes? Yeah. Yeah. The cupcake there was an story. Arrest. There was an arrest the made. The cupcake story heard around the world. So there was a girl. Oh, can we? I don't I don't want to make her. Well, we're not saying her last name, but uh, I mean, it's one a, of the you, girls that he one of the girls that he had made out with that we had previously mentioned that was in the play. Actually, um, was uh, correction, with correction. I did not make out with her. I had to make out with her for the play. That's right. So and that it was, was a and it was, work kiss. And it was weird because she was she liked you. Really? And I she really liked you. And she was upset. She was upset about all the chicks you were making out with. Uh-huh. And uh I'm pretty sure. I I don't I don't Yes. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Um a lot of rogue tongue in that stage kiss. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I remember you came off stage like, oh man, she shoved her tongue down my throat. See, girls can be creeps like, too. Hell yeah. Yeah, I think it was. I guess it was creepy. You yeah. didn't have to have the tongue. But anyway, and then you can take it away with the story. Because Claire, every time I get together with Claire, Liz, and Michelle, Claire, <laughs> one person goes, tell the cupcake story. And Claire's like, oh, okay, boy. okay, okay. And it's amazing. Oh boy. So uh, Backseat Driver, funny how we landed on that. We had our EP release show, the same one you can still listen to on Spotify today. Um <laughs> Have you a real bump <laughs> in backseat driver? Listen. I don't even get those, that money. <laughs> I don't even know where that goes. Uh, so we had a release show and uh, everybody kind of came to the show. It was in our hometown during like summer break for, after our freshman year of college. So all of y'all are still in high school, like junior, seniors, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, so this person also came, this stage kiss human. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we had an after party at Andy's house, who is in the band with me. Um, and after party. Wow. I do it live in New York party. now, but like it was a party yeah, at his after, mom's house. After away. party at my house. <laughs> oh my God. He, his mom was also a veterinarian, like, and the vet was in the house. So there's like animals oh, wow. rolling around. It was really cool. That's yeah. Nice. Big backyard. Huge. Finished basement. Fire you know, pit. Full, yeah. full, full great place to have a party. Yeah. A bunch of teenagers. Teenagers. Either way, comes to the party. I had a girlfriend at the time. Who was your girlfriend? Uh, her name was Michelle. Oh. But she was from, she went to a different high school. Oh, you don't know her. She goes to a different school. <laughs> uh, I get it. <laughs> uh, and she was there and we, you know, we're like, you know, being drunk and like kissing, being cute, making out, whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, suddenly the expression on uh, cupcake person's face kind of sours. I'm like, okay. Go into the kitchen. Claire had big cupcakes, four, one for each member of the band. It was Listen, so sweet. If I wasn't 19, I would probably would have made a different decision. But this is the decision I made. Yeah, this was... person asked me for a cupcake. And I said no, because there are four members of the band, four <laughs> cupcakes. See, I didn't know this. I see. I, I actually didn't know there were only four cupcakes. That's I very fair. I thought there was like a, it wasn't dozen. a tray of cupcakes. All right. Who does all right. That? I didn't know that part. That's You're not a much of a dick in my head in that moment. Walking yeah. in here, I was I am, like, this fucking cunt. I am not a monster. <laughs> okay. This is a whole different story. Claire this can is... definitely confirm the four. Yeah, this was your oh, cupcake. I'm sure. She might have even said that detail. I just totally forgot. So four. Okay. So that makes sense. She asked for one. I said no. And then it kind of like. pissed. Something happened and something clicked. Why, why you have you never liked me? You'll never love me. I don't get why I like you. Swim blah fan. blah blah. <laughs> I've never seen that movie, but it's I, a great reference. Yeah, it is reference a good before. reference. It's very fitting. Nailed it. Uh, <laughs> and meanwhile, like my drunk girlfriend, so we start having kind of like this conversation because I'm just trying to be like, hey, I'm sorry. 
about this cupcake thing. And I'm sorry that I don't like you, but I just don't like you. And that's just right. kind of how it is. And I don't yeah. know what else to say to you. Yeah, you really can't say much else. Um, so then my girlfriend at the time, you know, keeps like walking by kind of drunk, drunken, like not really knowing what's going on. Like, will give me like a kiss on the cheek or whatever. And she I know the that, history of that, that girl. Like, no. You, okay. And I think it really fanned the flames. <laughs> so yeah. eventually this person All chooses side. to go outside, chooses to go outside into the front yard. And this is like a neighborhood that's off of a, sh- um, this isn't a neighborhood. This is a street with houses on it, yeah. like a main, pretty main road, but there's no lights there. It was a very dark There's no road. street lights. There's no sidewalks. Yeah. Okay. So she goes out into the driveway and it's kind of like having a. Meltdown. An episode of some kind. <laughs> Just upset. I feel I've so had, guilty I've, talking no, about No, this, no, no. I've had love, those. I've had, I, this story's amazing and I've had those episodes too. That's why I don't want to say the name because I don't want to make her feel bad, but like we've the, all been there. Out into the driveway and I'm out there like still trying to reason with her and uh, she actually lived pretty close. Her parents' house was kind of like around, you'd make like two turns like turn out the driveway, make the first left and just drive down the street and then yeah. you're at her house. But you wouldn't okay. walk there because it's dark and there's no sidewalks. Yeah, yeah. So she's like, I'm going to walk home. Also is barefoot. This person never yes. wore actual shoes. Yes. Like flip flops or nothing. Right. Yeah. I think that's kind of like. <laughs> that was her motto. Oh, I love yeah. it. Okay. Uh, I re- distinctly remember this phrase, which will haunt me beautifully <laughs> until my dying day, which is uh, I remember asking her to stop having a dramatic monologue in the driveway. And she said, this isn't a dramatic monologue. This is my life. And my response was, your life is a dramatic monologue. Oh. Gotta use that in a screenplay one day. I guess so. Or a song. With the clown (laughs) thing. The makeup. With the clown thing. Yeah. Yeah. So she. Did that make her mad? Yes. She got up and started walking home. She's like, I'm walking home. Like, I'm drunk. Definitely drunk. Like, not crazy drunk, but like, you know. I am underage, so I really can't be any drunk. Yeah. And knowing that she lived like right around the corner, I was just like, hey, like, I'm just going to drive you home real fast. Super easy. Like two turns, drive straight, pull into your house. How dangerous was this walk that drunk driving was better? Well, no, no street well, lights, there was, no, street lights, no was, sidewalks. And there was gutter. There was like ditches the street. on People the side of the street. People yeah. would get All right. hit. People would get hit. Okay. Yeah. And it was like a 45 mile an hour road it yeah. wasn't like a like okay a, yeah so it was people were going kind of fast and other people i'm sure were way more drunk i wasn't that drunk <laughs> you know 19 definitely drinking so. look i have drunk drive driven in my life once and i was drunk i did that one I time too and awful. awful i wanted to die i Looking felt back so on this one, guilty i still feel okay about that decision yeah honestly yeah you're trying to save her yeah i was just thinking like i just want this to be done i want people to be safe and like whatever boy scout also, by the way, that's of course. That's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so try to get her in the car. She won't get in the car. She starts walking on the street. I turn behind her on the street and I'm like, oh God, okay. Trying to get her in the car, trying to get her in the car. She's like, no, no, screaming. <laughs> in pitch black silence. Cop car pulls up behind us. And I just quickly turn right into the next driveway and pretend like it's my house. Like turn off the car. But like I really get out, commits. Get out and start walking towards the front door. <laughs> And the cop is trying to get her to stop. Like I can hear the like, please stop, stop, like the speaker thing. It's more about like how the speaker sounds, not exactly what's said, right? And this, you know, the spotlight and when they shine it on you and she's lit beautifully in the street (laughs) walking. And eventually the cop car has to like cut her off Mm -hmm. because she won't stop walking. They're about a hundred feet down from me. As soon as I see that happen, get back in my car, get out of the driveway. And just because I knew it was just like a quick juju, like yeah. made the turn, turn off my headlights, turn into the driveway, park my car kind of like in the back where, of Andy's. They, where they couldn't see it from the street basically. Oh, right. And then like run to the house. Yeah. 
That was good. If you remember, in the meantime, I wasn't at that party. Oh, but I heard weren't. so many stories. Oh, in the I'm meantime, so I wasn't there. In the meantime, someone had decided to threaten someone with a knife in the basement. Actually, at Ooh. Andy's party. Yeah, who? But oh like in God. a weird, stu- like some guy who thought he was smart, like <sighs> took a knife from upstairs. He was trying to be f- philosophical. You know, like that kind of like freshman year philosophical dude. Like well, the theater guy who like is yeah. too into. I don't think it was anyone we really knew very well either. He was like someone's weird friend. Oh, definitely weird. Always uh-huh. comes downstairs with like a knife, like a steak knife or something, oh and was like, "I'm not trying to say that this is a knife." Man. Man, but this is a knife. Whoa. That's the quote I was told. <laughs> Fuck, I'd that punch happened. him for saying that. Yeah. So Andy was like, you got to get the hell out of my house. And as soon as I get to the top of the stairs and open the door, I'm like, nobody can leave. Oh, no. Because <laughs> the whole Is the kid with the knife hadn't left yet? No, he was like being pushed out the door and I came in and was oh like, God. nobody can leave. This, this is great. This is like really can't hardly wait the movie. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh my God. I forget how it all played out. We eventually made him leave and everything was chill. The cops never showed up. Right. But the next morning I did pick her up from jail. Yeah. So how did you know that she was in jail? She oh, called Devin. Drunky went to jail? Drunky got. Oh, she called Devin. She called Devin oh, in the morning. She said she, did, she didn't right. sleep all night and she, the cops wouldn't give her her flip flops and she sang show tunes at the top of her lungs. <gasps> In her cell all she night. She did? Yeah. Oh, girl. Yeah. Oh, that's what happens when theater kids get drunk. I was yeah. like, I'm assuming 19. she's white and I'm assuming that You're she was not, not the like, you know, favorite person in the holding cell that night. I'm guessing she was in a holding cell, <laughs> not in actually, because like there's like a drunk tank. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Like, you know, in a room. Like sober up until you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah wow. So she called Devin, who's at this party and. Devin didn't drive, so I don't know right. what she was trying to. I guess it was just like the person she knew no, she could call. The yeah, neutral, neutral. Well, they all wanted you to pick her up. I remember because you were kind of the. I was. I wanted to pick her up, not okay. because. I mean, of course, like there's some like you know, was that like that one emoji where you're kind of like slyly smiling? Yeah, like slyly smiling emoji mm-hmm. definitely was happening. But also, like I just wanted to take her home and like make sure everything was fine. So when picked her up and I was what like, what was her face? Like when she saw you showing up at the jail? Uh, I don't remember actually. Yeah. I was like, my obsessive crush is probably like the le- the person I would want least to pick me up from. the whole Well, no one scene. else, no one else would. Oh, really? That's not yeah. nice. Did her parents know? I feel like she probably, I have no idea. Yeah. I have no idea what the aftermath was, okay. but when got her from Maybe not, the police 19. station and drove her home, definitely made like a joke, like, Bet you wished I would have driven you home last night. You know, oh. made one. I made, you know, you get That's one. That's less you of want. a joke and more of just a deep burn. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you get yeah. one. You get one though, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, and sure. then she was probably like, "Shouldn't give me one of those fucking cupcakes." Oh, she should have. I don't think she, that's that was a retort. No, I haven't seen her since. Really? I have not. Well, if wow. you had just loved her, lives then this in this city. <laughs> Definitely yeah. lives in the city. In New York City? Yeah. Oh, she- I, I found her on Instagram and I was like, oh my God, that's so cool. She's, She's- 100% been to one of your clown makeup shows. <gasps> no way. I, I, I'm sure she I is. think I would have known. I mean, she was like also wearing clown makeup. I mean, I have had moments in high school where like my crazy flag flew. Uh-huh. But, uh, and that uh, moments that I would not have been proud to recall. I don't, I don't, mm. I can't think of anything on top of my head, but like just screaming fights and fucking me being ridiculous. Yeah. And so I'm sure she's fine now. Well, I really, if you're out there, I'm sorry. I should have given you that fucking cupcake. You should, I, yeah. Give her the goddamn cupcake. 30 year old me regrets 19 year old me. 19 year old me probably would still have done the same thing. 
Maybe it would have been like a 23. That's probably maybe where the change would have been. I was going to say she's not listening, but I'm like, no, she definitely has a Google alert up for you. <laughs> no, I don't know. I can't maybe. wait. Well, I as long as you guys wait. listen as Bendon, I think we'll be. Yeah. Oh, okay. We got to do that. Well, dude, thank you so much mm-hmm. for joining us for yeah. this lovely hour of recalling uh, yeah. high school lust. Um, it, what do you, do you want to promote anything again at the, at the end? Like what's your band name? Oh, again, Norwegian Art. My band's name is called Norwegian Arms. Uh, we got two albums out. Cool. One is about a year living in Siberia, which I did. And one is about just kind of doing stuff and thinking about it. Um, they're both on Spotify and, you know, all the internet things, Bandcamp, etc. Dope. Yeah. Oh, did I tell you this one fact? You were the first hard penis I ever felt over jeans. Whoa. Thank you for being the first hard penis I ever felt over I jeans. I hope I did Monday. okay. <laughs> I think it was great. I don't know. I just remember going, oh, oh God, what's that? Oh, sorry. Oh. But there was no pants that came off, which was good. It was was baby steps. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't ready for that either. Yeah. I hadn't had sex then. Right. Which I didn't know. That was surprising to learn that you didn't have sex until college. Yeah. I thought you were getting it in everywhere. Oh, man. I mean, that... (laughs) There's still more info about the party I didn't share. Wait, what? There were definitely like, I got a couple blowjobs that night too. A couple blowjobs? Whoa. All right. All right. Never mind. I thought we were going to end. I don't want to name too many people, but yeah, I got I mean, who cares? I got blowjobs from two people at the same time. What? What? I can't believe you left this until the end. I'm so mad now. Brandon, I'm gonna call you Brandon. Yeah, that happened. Uh, Brandon, Two girls Brandon came out. I know, right? What? Was this before or after we made out? After. Oh. It was like kind of the last thing I did that evening. Yeah. It's the closer. That was the, yeah. Cause well, yeah. Wow. Where did I sleep? Christina thought this was her night. I thought that was my night. Here you I'm are sorry. getting double decker blowjobs. <laughs> I wonder if they have podcasts. I can. They might. They Maybe might. Everyone has a goddamn podcast do, nowadays. Yeah. They oh, might. Oh, wow. Um, wow. That was, we made out for so long though. Not yeah. long enough, apparently. Apparently not. Yeah. You had a well, stacked night. Wow. Well, thank you for informing me of things that I was not aware of. It's good to know. You know, it's just good to know. It's good to know. (laughs) And it's totally fine. Mm -hmm. And I'm not mad. All right. Well, (laughs) I'm just kidding. Thank you very much uh, for sitting down with us, Brendan. This has been (laughs) Guys We Fucked the Anti Slut Shaming Podcast. We'll talk to you next Friday. Oh, boy. Am I just yeah. doing this? Do it, do it. I'm just going for it. All right. <laughs> Where is there a part you want me to go for? Like right from Any the chorus. Part you want. Oh. <laughs> What's, from, what's the beginning like? How's it's like this. Yo, is you you. Oh. Yeah, it's like strands in your eyes. I color them wonderful. Stop me and steal my
the best line coming up. Yes, I I know which line you're talking about. cupcake lovers out there <laughs> thank you for giving me this moment <laughs> this is oh i feel like i'm this in the matrix stupidest this thing i've ever amazing. done amazing that was great guys that was amazing i'll never forget it so much guys we fucked listeners today's show was sponsored by talkspace the online therapy company that believes that therapy should be affordable confidential and convenient a talkspace therapist can help put you on the path to a happier life for a special offer for our listeners visit talkspace.com slash gwf again that's talkspace.com slash gwf